take my And when I hurt, hurt and run. 
comes off my shoulders How can I hurt when holding you Warm Touching warm Reaching out Touching me $75 and nickels to suck on her toes at the Velvet Touch Adult Bookstore and Jack Off Arcade in Parma, Michigan. And I got athlete's foot on my lips, and it was the greatest day of my life. I have never been to Michigan. Not a day ever. That was not me. Good morning, ass family. It is Friday. Today is one of those kind of days. This is where. <clears throat> This is this, this is where I, I like to tell people, uh, if y'all want to move to Texas, today is the perfect day for y'all to try it out, okay? And, and because today is a, it's shitty outside. I mean, it's raining, It and I know rain for y'all on the West Coast, I'm preaching to the choir. But you see, today's high is going to be about 75 degrees. And then tomorrow it starts to warm up and clear up 79, 80 degrees this week. You see, but this is where the phenomenon of humidity comes in. This is your test run for humidity to see if you can pass the test. Us native Texans, we're born in it and and we learn it at an early age. That when you walk outside at 4 o'clock in the morning to take trash out, and you start to sweat. And I ain't talking about taking real, real heavy trash out like you're doing, you know, strongman competition. I'm just talking about rolling the trash thing. That, and it ain't because you're fat. It ain't because you're out of shape. It's because of fucking humidity. And today is the starting point. What is today's day? March 24th. Oh, it's on now. It's humidity season. So if you ever want to move to Texas, this would be the time to check it out and go, woof. I can't handle all that. Now, 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 look here. We got so much to get to. 
I have to do this first, though. Uh, this is very, very important. Ladies and gentlemen, really can I important. please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Today, um, the president actually did his job and retaliated with Syria after Iranian drones strike and kill a United States contractor. So some militants from Iran said, hey, we're going to fuck around. And we're going to mess with America. Well, Joe Biden, and Joe Biden's in a mood, and we got to get to that. And we'll get to all this stuff. I'm just doing the breaking news stuff up first. So we decided to say, oh, okay, we're going to fire some missiles back at you. And we fired back at Iran. Um, this group that attacked now, now militants have launched strikes um, against Central Command Forces, um, the group is affiliated with Iran's Revolutionary Guards, killing 11 pro-Iranian fighters. I don't know what all this means. I don't know if this is the tip of the iceberg. I don't know. I'm just reporting. It's Friday. I don't want to get into that. In one hour, we're going to have Mikey on the show. Very excited about that. Lots to get to with Mikey. Congratulating him on his marriage, plus the stuff that's happening in the world. Somebody I can talk to, and we can go back and forth. By the way, yes, I got my honorary doctorate. And, 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 you know, see, when you give people an honorary doctorate, they tend to use their brain a little bit more. And, and I came up with, with, with actual, and I don't want to say Bill Cosby here, but you see, Bill Cosby, flazzle dazzle the flip-a-doo-doo, you know, he would, he, he, and I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying anything he did was right. The, uh, the, the, the roofing chicks putting quaaludes in their drinks, knocking them out and having them sex. See, this is what I think could have happened. Mikey, like that Mikey? Yes, that Mikey from, from the old uh, That Damn Show. He's going to be on at 8 o'clock today. He's been on before. Okay, you're a busy man down here in Mexico there, Adam. I'll get the hellos here and good mornings. Um, but, but maybe he was not, he, got, he has a lot of honorary doctorates. You see, and maybe he thought that he was prescribing the medication. See, you can't do that. You can't do that. See, I used my brain there. I figured all that out. All right, let's get to good mornings. Oh, by the way, not one, but two amazing movie reviews up on all social media platforms this morning for the movie John Wick Chapter 4. I will get into it after I say good mornings. I think I'm just recuperating. Uh, let's see, uh, first one here today. Well, Straight fire in the house. He says, happy Friday, ass. The most moist weekday. Yes, indeed it is. Hockey player says, happy Friday, ass. It's John Wick Day. Arnie, what'd you think? Tell you in a minute. Gold says, uh, good morning, Friday, assholes. Let's kick its ass. Hangtown Jen. Oh, my God. Hangtown Jen. Hangtown Jen, she's in the house. She says, good morning, ass family. Happy fucking Friday. Well, right back at you. Poop word over the name. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're going to go drop a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. There you go. Wait, hold on a second. I was reading something there. Um, And by the way, Amazing, great vibes going out to Hangtown Mike today. Uh, he, he's got a procedure going on. I ain't going to go into it. 
Nothing bad, nothing horrible. But, hey, send good vibes their way, please, ass family. You're out, says Neil. Yes, indeed. Here I was on a disco kick this morning. Hey, sorry about that. I can always go for good disco. I mean, I mean seriously, I can. Derek says, good morning, ass family. It's fucking Friday. Let's do this. Thank God it's fucking Friday. Becca, Becca, Becca. Hell yeah. Uh, Jen then says, it's like this morning's music was just for me to welcome me back after a four-day hiatus. Missed you too, my friend. Yes, we did miss you. Sanchez family, get her did. Get her did. Okay, I got it now. Uh, the first time you wrote it, I was like, I don't, I, I, I looked at it and I'm like, oh, that's weird. You know I don't speak Spanish. Uh, so, but now I get, get her did. Like, get her done, but get her did. Okay, I got you. Special sales, uh, Kale says, good morning from Roseville this morning. Good morning. Adam J. Buenos dias, amigo. How are you, my friend? Man, oh, man, you've been busy. I, we haven't seen you on here in a while, so next time. That's for you, Adam J. Thursday, opening day. T- Trash Panda says, good morning, ass family, on this great birthday weekend for me. Oh, whoa. Trash Panda getting to do Trash Panda things. It's your birthday weekend? Well, we got to do it. I mean, yeah, you got to do it. Trash Panda. See, I'm good. I'm real good. Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. No, it's Trash Panda. Happy birthday to you. Mr. President, it was Trash Panda. Moron. We got good shit on him today. Oh, oh, they, oh, there's, there's some trouble. There's some trouble in River City. It don't rhyme with pool, neither. Uh, Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Uh, on my way to Tahoe. By the way, that was from the musical The Music Man. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see. Dominic says, good morning, ass family. Uh, and happy Friday. Finishing up some work in Seattle, then back home to Sacramento. Yeah, get out of Seattle. They got a lot of overdoses going on there. Uh, v. Coop says, best of luck with your transition. <laughs> Hang down, Mike. <laughs> uh, Chasman says, morning, ass family. So glad we're at the end of the fucking week. Happy fucking Friday. Swoosh says, morning, Dr. Ass and family. Back good enough to try work today. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Good, 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 good. Now, yesterday, due to unseen circumstances here at Casa de States, <clears throat> We, uh, we, we, I had to go to the movies by myself, which I don't mind. I used to go to the movies by myself all the time because uh, somebody had to watch Roscoe because we ain't going to take Roscoe to see John Wick 4, mainly because he hasn't seen parts one through three yet. So, uh, so I, I got to roll out, and I got to go to Bucky's to get my Copenhagen for the week. So I'm at Bucky's, and I said, well, I'm going to sneak me in one of them, one of them fine uh, Texas uh, Philadelphia cheesesteak or Texas cheesesteak burrito. Ooh, that shit's good. I mean, that, and it's huge. Um, thanks for explaining to the millennials. Oh, I've got a great thing when, when Mikey comes in about the, oh, Gen X. Oh, you're going to want to hear that. Uh, that is, thank you, Dr. A, for the birthday wishes. Mike would be such a big-ass ugly bitch. 
he would be frightening. I mean, if he ever walked into a room and I was behind him, I would have this sound effect. That's a huge bitch. <laughs> so, uh, so I went and got my burrito. Oh, yeah, if he saw John Wick, he'd go through puberty right there. I, I, I mean, look, look, look. So I get my burrito, got my raisinets. Hey, if you don't like raisinets, that's fine. I don't like ham. I like raisinets. Got my Dr. Pepper, got my ticket, and I did something I usually don't do. I kind of went out of my comfort zone yesterday. Didn't like it, but hey, I did it. Usually when I go to the movies, Braddy Kid's with me, and we try to get in seats because I like to, to, to stretch out a little bit more, and it's, it's easier, and I'm sitting next to her, so I know her, and that's fine. Since she wasn't there, I said, fuck it. Got the big XD screen, right? And I bought a ticket right in the middle. Right in the middle. I never, I, I hate it because that's where everybody wants to sit, and I don't want to sit next to people. Mainly because I like to talk to myself during movies. Usually I'm talking to Brady Kid. Yes, I talk. I don't talk. I just make comments. I got to tell you. Oh, by the way, one of the previews was Sisu. Can't wait. April cannot get here fast enough. I am going to lather my body in baby oil when that movie comes out. Sit, well, maybe I won't because I think Tommy and I are going, so that would be a bad idea. I don't think he'd appreciate that. So let me just tell you. I, I don't want to ruin it, but pretty much everything is used in this movie to kill people. I, I, I mean, it, minus a horse. I, I am going to ruin that for you. Horses do not kill anybody in this movie, sadly. It's still the greatest kill scene I've seen in a movie in a long, long time was John Wick 3. Horse kills two men. Uh... The reason that's is how I get Arnie to eat fruit, pretty much. Do they have reserved parking for doctors? No, I just use my handicap placard. So, um, Buenos Dias. Oh, Ogre, Buenos Dias, no spoil. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to spoil anything. What I am going to say is this. I usually am not tired after action movies. This movie wore me out. It, it, and it's about two hours and 20 minutes. And it is action-packed. Holy shit. I can't give this movie a higher rating than sitting in the middle of a big screen theater. That's all I'm going to say. Awesome, 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 awesome. That's all I got. That's all I got for the movie. It is awesome. Christopher writes a great review. Says, if you have male genitalia, see this movie. I, I have to agree with him. I mean, I just have to. That, that, that's all there is to it. It's phenomenal. Is it the best of the four? I, part three is still my all-time favorite John Wick movie. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. Alicia, good morning. She's my weekend has finally commenced. Your ad says pretty much everything in your movie theater picture would send me to the shitter for hours. 
I don't talk. I make comments, meaning she's there to keep you from talking to yourself, but also there not to respond back. Otherwise, it looks like a conversation, which it's not. See, you get it. You get it. Timmy and Nicole, happy fucking Friday to you. Uh, I'm talking about John Wick Chapter 4. Amazing movie. Amazing. Part 3 is still my favorite. Part 4, awesome. Way better than Part 2. You know, it's hard to rank them, but I I mean, the horse killing scene in part three, just, it just, but see, part one, he like stabbed a dude through a motorcycle helmet, which was badass, but telling you next month, and I got to give it up to Hot Mama, who who I don't think is on here. I haven't seen Hot Mama yet, uh, but I, 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 I will say uh, for when Hot Mama, I, I got to get this ready, you know. Fuck your mama. Yeah. Fuck your mama. Um, it was her son, uh, uh, the the kid with the bad hair. We all know him, right? <laughs> he told me to, to watch that preview of the movie Sisu. And it's from the people that directed John Wick. I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Let me guess. Absolutely no bystanders were killed. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not ruining anything. Pencil death scene was the best. I I may or may not say um, there could be a pencil involved in this. I'm just saying. Just saying. All right. Back to the show we go. We got a lot to get to this morning uh, before uh, Mikey joins the show. Joe Biden had a terrible day yesterday. Oh, Joe. Joseph. Joey. As your daddy would have called you, Joey, you're a fucking moron. Hold on, I got the video loading up right now. I should have Hi, done this earlier. Hi, I'm Kim Johnson. I'm Mark Johnson. And we're proud owners of Jellyfish Lights. Okay, great. And we stood up against the scourge of anti-Asian hate that has festered in this country for too long and the violence that disproportionately impacts on Asian American women. You know... Well, no Asian women are on stage with him. But this builds on other steps you've taken and we've taken, like the most significant gun safety law in 30 years to help keep guns out of the hands of, help keep guns out of the hands of domestic political advisors. But we still have to ban assault weapons Ooh, again. There it was. Not the ban on assault weapons, because, well, that's just a stupid thing to say, because pretty much all weapons assault you. So it, it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be such a stickler with words, but assault weapons, all weapons assault you. Fucktards. He said, <clears throat> um, significant gun safety law in 30 years to help keep guns out of the hands of domestic political Advisors. Ruh-roh. Ruh-roh. The White House actually corrected him. I know. I, 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 this is amazing. <laughs> the White House actually corrected him. And, and, and they changed it to, um, what did they change it to? Oh, yes. Domestic violence, uh, you know, a- adversary or something. Let's see, uh, Jill, da, 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 documented wife. I had it here. Uh, yeah, that weird story. Uh, so during the da, 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 what circular rhetoric, his words. Uh, uh, so yeah, he he said the wrong thing. 
You want to hear words out. Now, I have not heard this because um, there's there, there's some trouble uh, in the White House. There, there, there is, I, and I'm not kidding. There, there is real trouble in the White House because Joe, Boyd, Joe Biden has come out and said to his advisors, he is frustrated with Kamala Harris. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. This guy may be like the dumbest person on the face of the earth. I mean, I'm just guessing. Yeah. The advisors, they, they've come out and they've said, well, you know, he would never have picked her if he didn't think she could do the job, but it is a question of consistency rising to the occasion. Oof. Officials in the White House acknowledge her weakness on the border issues. Someone commented to Reuters, the news service says, she, I think, is smart. She does not see this as a political win for her because it's not. Well, and then there was another issue of word salad with her. Um, Damn it, I just had it. Oh, there we go. There we go. Here's your vice president speaking. And this is lovely. She's such a good person. I've been truthful and consistent. No, you haven't, Jesse Smollett, you liar. Yeah, it was us. There's two big old Nigerian brothers. I'd have paid them their money. So during Women's History Month, we celebrate and we honor the women who made history throughout history, (laughs) who saw what could be unburdened by what had been. We see the suffragists, the riveters, the marchers, the mothers and sisters and aunts and grandmothers and daughters. Good job, you named all them all. All the giants upon whose broad shoulders we stand. For generations, broads. women have continued to make incredible progress. Not in you. the classroom, in the workplace, in the halls of government. And we are all here, evidence of that progress. And we know... Our fight is far from over. Like many of you, I have spent the majority of my career fighting to uplift the condition of women and girls in our country. By sucking dick? To fight for their health, their safety, and well-being. Well, and and let's not forget, I mean, you you have taken a couple to the face. I mean, mean, you, you know... Oh, my God. Her and her fucking word salad is just so, so fantastic. We are celebrating women's history of the history of women. She just said two words four times. Dumb gutter slut. Whoa, whoa, you can't say that. It's birthing people. Oh, don't get me on that, V. Coop. That's something I'm going to talk to with uh, Mikey. Hold up, there's a joke there. What type of balls does Kamala most often play with? Blue balls. Uh, her name is Kamala. Her pronouns as she and her. She is wearing a face full of bukkake. Oh, God. I, I, I don't even know what to think anymore about this White House. 
These two. I, I, I'm sorry, because the people that are running the country were the ones that ordered the airstrike today. Joe Biden didn't order any airstrike. Joe Biden was tucked away last night at about 7.30. He's going to sleep till about 10 o'clock this morning. He sleeps a lot for an old born. Dr. Jill's got his suit laid out for him today. Got his aviator sunglasses. He's going to go out. He's going to wake up. Have a little Gerber. Then they're going to put him in front of reporters, and he's going to talk. They're going to pull a string, and he's going to say a bunch of shit. Then he might go out for lunch, meet a dignitary, not do any kind of actual work. And then back to the White House, snack time, bed 730. (laughs) Cowboys girl says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday. Gold says, five bucks. uh, Says she can gargle peanut butter. (laughs) I ain't taking that bet. Oh, good morning, ass family. Triple Jesus Gold's laughing. Oh, that is fucking funny. Oh, my God. Um, the National Archives uh, are saying, no, not quite so fast. President Biden has maintained a Sergeant Schultz defense. I know nothing, it says in this report. Despite evidence to the contrary, Biden maintains that he knows nothing, nothing about Hunter Biden's business deals. He recently doubled down uh, by denying that family members received money from that when he came out and said, no, that's not true, and kept walking. Rut-row, rut-row, rut-row. I, I, you know what? I need to get that sound effect. Rut-row. Hold on a second. Let's look it up. Let's see if I can find it first. Oh, this is a big rut row. Is this it? Like Zoink Scoop, I think she's got an extra chromosome. Rut row, Raggy, retard. No, that's not it. That was a ah boy. Oh, that's not Scooby Doo sounds. We gotta like find a place to hide. In here, ghost. Let's get out of here. I just want to hear a fucking rut row. That's all. Is this one it? Come on. That was terrible. Fuck it. Never mind. I'll just do the damn sound effect. Um, uh-oh. Emails have emerged that show Joe Biden personally. Personally, that means he did it himself. Um, helped draft responses to the deals in 2015 when he was vice president. Oh, my God. It also appears that Biden officials, like former White House Communications Director Kate Bedingfield, knew of his role even as the president continued to deny any involvement. The National Archives have released emails that show the then-Vice President approved an official statement about Hunter's position on a Ukrainian energy company board. I'm sorry, if these are out, why is he still in office? 
why has he not been cuffed and stuffed? Coo, 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 as Roscoe P. Coltrane would have said. And no, I'm not looking for that sound effect. Nixon had a bowling alley in the White House. Obama had a basketball hoop. Joe has an IHOP in the basement. And you know his personal bathroom toilets have glow-in-the-dark rings. Oh, what's worse, being completely mindless or believing in and voting for someone that's completely mindless? Boy, that, you know what? That is a great call, Alicia. You know, all these people that came out, all these celebrities especially, and and I keep hearing stories about how Republicans are Nazis and this and that. Republicans have never come for your guns, so they can't be Nazis. That's just easy one and two right there. Um, By the way, and they don't come after your religions either. Not really. That's what the Democrats do. That's more Nazi-esque. Just saying. I mean, I mean, I mean, Hitler did butcher, I don't know what, 8 million Jews just for their political beliefs. Just saying. Um, I, 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 I don't understand. Uh, the, the, the story continues. They said the media only had to suspend any disbelief that the president could fly to China as vice president with his son on Air Force Two without discussing his planned business dealings on the trip. Of course, the emails on the laptop quickly refuted this claim. However, the media buried the laptop story before, and it was pushed as all. They're finding out all this stuff is true. This is the most frustrating part, and we're not doing anything. We're finding out everything that Donald Trump said in that first fucking debate was true. Now, you don't have to like him. I'm not saying like him. I'm not saying vote for him. Vote against him if you want. I don't care. But when it comes to the Biden family, you cannot call Donald Trump a liar. They are losers. They are people that have sold our own country out from underneath us, and they have lied the entire time, and the precious media has protected them. I mean, I got to even say, I'll go ahead and say it. The, The media is absolutely positively racist because the media never protected Donald Trump. But they and they didn't protect Barack Obama. Barack Obama had to ask answer hard questions. Look, look, I think they protected him to a, an extent, but they still asked. I've never seen a president protected like this guy. Is it because we feel we feel bad for our our our, our gam gam and our papa? Is that what it is? Is that why we're taking it easy on this guy? That he's a little old man and we just think he's cute. Remember, he's a little old man that signed the fucking crime bill in 1997 that was pretty much targeted towards all African Americans. This is the same man that said, By the way, it's all his fault that we're spending $6 billion in taxpayer money this month to help AIDS fight HIV AIDS. See, he's blaming Elton John for that. It's terrible. What this country needs is a president that's going to say, 
fuck you. We're not taking this shit no more. There is a report that Joe Exotic's running for president from jail. It's stupid. Don't even pay any attention to it. I want to know what's on the fucking Epstein list. Boy, I tell you what, there's a guy that's been protected even more. Chaz, I'm with you. See, this is what I don't understand. Every now and then, I, 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 I have fun on the show, and I, sometimes I pretend like I'm a big old dumb redneck. Sometimes I am a big old dumb redneck. I ain't going to lie. But sometimes I'm not. The media, and I, and I do it for laughs. I do it for comic effect, comic effect. That's why I do it. Why is the media doing it? Because it's not funny. And what I will say is this. How is it that just lean Maxwell has the dumbest fucking lawyers I've ever seen? You know, you want to know why? I would go in to the judge and go, excuse me, judge. Uh... How is it that my client can be found guilty of trafficking young girls for sexual um, uh, hoop-de-doos? Yet we don't have anybody that had the hoop-de-doo with them because they're just as guilty as me because they're having sex with underage girls. Actually, they're worse. They're fucking malet. Well, that's that's a different topic at a different time. But how is it? That Galene Maxwell gets convicted and sentenced of trafficking human beings, but to no one. You know, when a murder investigation happens, you need one of two things. You either need the weapon or you need the body. Don't we need names in the trafficking? You see, and here's the thing. That they're gonna they're gonna try to find and and, and look, this is gonna be something that has to come out. Um but they're gonna go after the lowest hanging fruit, and rightfully so, and the weakest hanging fruit. And by that, I mean the one that's ready to fucking spill their guts. And I don't mean in a, in, in a Hillary Clinton kind of spill your guts way where they, you know, cut them in the gut and they die. Because they know that'll happen to them if they talk. But the problem is, is that you start getting people to talk and name names. And that's how it happens. Will it happen? Depends on if we get the media we deserve. Because right now, we don't have the... We have the media that's given to us. We deserve the media to do their job. We deserve that. Fred says, good morning, y'all. Taking a page out of Alicia's book today because I refuse to do such strenuous activities without being paid. That a boy, Fred. So there you go. Biden family is bulletproof again. But even though there's all, all. Even even a, a representative, uh, let's see, who is this? Representative, um, is that Tom Tiffany? Is asking why Hunter Biden hasn't been prosecuted for alleged gun crime at ATF hearing. There's another one. You know, this president who wants to come out and he wants to brag about, oh, I'm going to do this and do this for these assault weapons. Dickhead. 
we got to ban those those AR-15s. We got to ban this. We got to ban that. We have bad guns. Bad. Can't buy them as a. Your son lied. Flat out lied. When he's filling out his gun stuff. Which is a crime. Oh, we have another Scooby-Doo. That's not bad. Not bad. I like it. I like it, but not quite yet. Yet. I'll find one. But believe me, hockey player, I will find one. Hunter Biden lied on Form 4473, where it asks, are you a user of unlawful drugs? And Hunter Biden said no. Let's see if I can find something real quick here. Just looking up a little video here. Uh, see if I can find this. Um, here we go. Here, here, here's Hunter. Oh, come on. Just play. Just play for fuck's sake. I, I just want you to play. There we go. Please don't have to watch an ad. Knowing this one. Triple T, I want to I take that compliment from you. Uh, I, I really, really do, but it was in the story. I, I have no idea what the form number is. I'm sorry. They know what it was. I, I don't know if you're talking to them or me, but uh, I have no idea what the form number is, but thank you. Dana, Hunter Biden also says he's confident nothing will come of the investigation into his finances. Mm-hmm. The implication all through the campaign was that your efforts had somehow benefited your father financially. Have you ever given your father money from any of your no. business ventures? No. Nothing? Nothing. Ever. Not a nickel? Not a nickel. Directly or indirectly? Directly or indirectly. Not a nickel ever. 100%. No. Andy McCarthy, Sorry. former assistant Sorry. U.S. attorney, Joe Concha, media columnist for The Hill. Both are Fox News contributors. That's not even the one I wanted, here. but I mean, it was still good. It was still gold. Uh, Hunter Biden says he would... Oh, is this one it? Oh, come on. Say it. Say it, motherfucker. Have they wiped the internet clean of him fucking saying all this stuff? I just want the video of him saying, I smoke crack every 15 minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. That's in his book. Now, come on. He, he's written it in his book that he brags about smoking crack, and then he fills out a, a fucking form that says, no, I've never taken illegal drugs. Where is crack legal? I mean, Marion Barry's office, sure. Hashtag look that up. Former mayor of D.C., busted smoking crack. Why? I, I hate, I, I and I call it black girl talk, and I don't care. Um, I hate when people talk at me and they clap after every single word. And they put their, their arms together like they're T-Rexes and they clap real close. Hate it. But why isn't he in jail? Why? Can anybody tell me why he's not in jail? He broke a federal law. That's a federal law. Fun fact, Hunter's book, once read, can be used as a stack of rolling papers. Reuse, repurpose, recycle. 
And his father is probably very proud of that. <laughs> um, I, there you go. This is somebody asking. Wilcox, if a person lies on Form 4473 and, a user, and is a user of unlawful drugs, um, you can get between five to ten years for that. Is that correct? Is that my understanding? No, I, be I believe Congress changed the uh, sentence uh, last Congress. Uh, what is that sentence now? Up to 15. Up to 15 years. Huh. Uh, why hasn't Hunter Biden been prosecuted for the crime that he committed? I'm not aware of the facts of that case and can't comment on it. Yeah, you are, you okay. lying we fucking to prick. To see why this uh, case is not being prosecuted. I mean, he said very clearly in his book that he used drugs, he had uh, gun, a gun, at least a gun. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. See, point of order. Totally irrelevant and not germane to this proceeding. Uh, sir, he's got, oh, his, I want to shoot he's got his five minutes. Yeah, Go shut ahead. the fuck Continue. up! Okay. So <laughs> I understand why um, you do not want Mr. Wilcox to answer that question. It's very yeah, clear. You're a Democrat. You because there's a dual system of justice in America. That's what's going on Bravo, right now. Mr. Tiffany. talking about it across America. There's two standards of justice that are, uh, that are going on. Honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in awe right now. I'm in awe that a lawmaker actually admitted that last part. Listen to this. This is phenomenal. I love it. Mr. Chairman. See, point of order. Totally irrelevant and not germane to this proceeding. Uh, he, sir, he's got, his, he's got his five minutes. Go ahead. Shut continue. up, bitch. Okay. <laughs> I, I so shut up, bitch! You do not want Mr. Wilcox to answer that question. It's very clear why you don't want Because there's a dual system of justice in America. That's what's going on right now. And everybody's talking about it across America. There's two standards of justice that are, uh, that are going on. This is my favorite fucking soundbite of the 20th century. We have a representative. It, where, where's this guy from? Where, where's Tiffany from? See Minnesota. He's got a bolo tie on though. That's bad. No, 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 no bolo ties. Come on, we we know. I don't know where Tiffany's from. TL and Tiffany. TL twenty twenty four. Oh my god, that is so fantastic that he has come out and just fucking blown. And this, I guess this was like yesterday. That this happened two days ago? By the way, once again, hardly anybody reporting it. That, this is, the, the, the tragedy is, is that as I'm, I'm sitting here doing this and thinking about this and talking about this, my brain is going, 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 going. You know, here's the truth of the matter. Washington has not changed. The swamp is the swamp, and it's been the swamp, and it will be the swamp. We try to tell these people that we elect, which we actually are their bosses, but they don't act like it. They act better than us, and they look down upon us, the American people, the people that we elect, that we put in. Just remember that next time you're voting. Um. 
they've always been the scourge of society, or at least in my lifetime. In my 50-plus years, nobody trusts politicians. And I know it goes back further than that. They, who, they are who they say they are, as I believe Herm Edwards was once say. What's changed? Well, I'll tell you what has changed. This is what's changed, and I've watched it happen. We've all watched it happen. As long as you weren't born like yesterday, you've watched this happen. The media has changed. The media has become completely politicized. The the, the Bidens of the world, the Obamas of the world, these leaders, these senators, Republican, Democrat, they've always been crooked like question marks. Always. And what the media has done has gotten on one side and has riled up the other side to where we expect these leaders and things to be the different animals than they are. This would honestly, what the media has done to Americans is make you think, it, it would be like the media saying, well, sharks are walking out of the ocean and attacking people now. And we'd be expecting that, even though sharks can't walk. Politicians are crooked. They can't change. There's too much money in it for them. Once again, this thing I like to go back to and I like to hit on the head is industry. The lobbyists are an industry within within industries. This is why term limits will never happen. Why? Because you're not going to turn down free money. That was Dennis Green. Okay, thank you. Talking about the Chicago Bears. I'm full of you. Thank you, Stinkfist. I appreciate it. They are who we thought they were. And that's what politicians are. The media. You know, when we used to go and and us old people, we'll, we'll remember a fellow by the name of Walter Cronkite who was a bastion of journalism. We would go to him, and he would tell us every bit of information that he had and did not speculate. Now the news is all speculation. It's all this inside trying to dig up dirt on people. That's all it is. They're not reporting stories. They want to report how bad the people are committing the crimes are, which is fine after the fact you report the actual crimes. Herm was play to win the game. Okay. And Jim Moore was playoffs? Playoffs? I'm just trying to win a game. Do Democrats hate their own teeth since they're straight and white? Pretty much. But it is amazing to watch this. And 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 kudos to the media. See, I, I akin this to today's modern country music. Watch this tie-in. We're told that some of the garbage that's being played on, on country radio today is country music. For example, let, let, let's let's just do this. Let, let's have a little fun, shall we, here? Um, let's see. Uh, what's that guy? Oh, I know his name. 
Now, I want you to tell me which one of these two is a country song. Uh, Ogre says, why is the media lopsided money? Profits over people. It's the uh, corporate American way. Like it or not, if other companies were in it just for the money and fuck all else, I'm not surprised that one iota the media is doing the same. Now, should they be regulated? Of course. The bear is trying to figure out how to do that. Lawmakers will skew laws to their own persuasions and behaviors. Yes, you're absolutely right, because once they learned they could make money doing the news, that's when everything changed. Once they turn to profit. Um, let's see. Ah, uh, here it is. Now, is this a country song? Let's just get it. Uh, I want to get to the hook. Here, sending up a prayer to the man upstairs. Backwoods legit, don't take no shit. Shoot him back and shoot him back and shoot him back a spit. Oh, heck. Well, the boys around here, they're keeping it country. Ain't a damn one know how to do the Dougie. Now, is that a country song? Or... Is this a country song? He said, I'll love you. Till I die She told him you'll forget in time As the years went slowly by She still prayed upon his mind Now, once again Let's see, um Oh, here we go. How about this one? Is this a country song? This truck needs a half tank. These wheels need a two lane. This radio needs three songs to play to get me across town to you. That dress needs to slip off. That hair needs to come down. Friday nights need to do what Friday nights need to do. What do they need to do? That's the truth. Yeah, birds need bees and ice needs whiskey. Boys like me need girls like you to kiss me fishing. Is that a country song or is this a country song? I'll say number two is a country song. Now, we'll, we'll, we'll play the game one more time. Is this a country song? Hold on a second here. Um, oh, yes. Is this a country song?
Cowboys ain't easy to love and they're harder to hold They'd rather give you a song than diamonds or gold Ah, those tar belt buckles and old faded Levi's And each night begins a new day If you don't understand him and he don't die young He'll probably just ride away Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Or, is this a country song? <laughs> you say, what if I hurt you? What if I leave you? What if I find somebody else and I don't need you? What if this goes south? That, that is just pure shit. I can't listen anymore to that shit. But the hoax is, is all those shit songs are being told to you that this is country music. Just like they're telling you, these are good people. Kamala Harris is salt of the earth and has never done anything wrong. Joe Biden is not a racist. Hunter Biden is just the victim of his father's success. Oh, isn't that a isn't that a good one? And once again, Hunter Biden, or or I'm sorry, Joe Biden is not a racist. Corn Pop was a bad dude. I mean, even his own press secretary said I will tell you this, the president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. That's three stupid. They're all country songs because they don't say the effing N-word every other sentence. Country doesn't have fancy drum beats. It's simple backbeat, thump, whack, four, four time. Country music has a fiddle, a violin, if you will. Country music has a steel guitar. Name me an artist today, a new artist today that uses a steel guitar. Well, that they push on country radio. Because I'll tell you this right now. When it comes down to it, you, you want to hear a steel guitar, uh, let's see, uh, oh, where is it at? Which one is it? I think it's this one. No, that ain't it. That ain't it. Uh, is it this one? No. I could that be holding it. you. This one. I love the steel guitar. Nobody uses steel guitar anymore. Rap music doesn't use a steel guitar. Joe Biden refers to black kids as roaches. Yeah, seriously, he does. Ask Judge Joe Brown. Don't ask Greg Greg Mathis. Greg Mathis is crazy. Ask Judge Joe Brown. He'll tell you. Oh, fucking Christ. American fucking parents are the stupidest people in the world. Shocking that this is in goddamn Florida. A Tallahassee charter school principal has been forced to resign after parents complained about a sixth grade art history lesson. You ready for this? Y'all ready? 
the 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 principal resigned because the teachers were parents were mad because Michelangelo's statue of David was pornographic. <laughs> Probably the most famous statue of all time. Done by the greatest artist of all time. Hope Carasquala was pushed out of Tallahassee's classical school this week after three parents complained about the curriculum. They said they'd wish they'd been aware that their kids were being shown of images of sculptures and claimed it was pornographic. You know, a, 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 a statue that, that I believe at one time was in probably the Vatican. Now, I know the Vatican probably not, you know, the old joke, you know, why don't priests wear condoms? Because boys can't get pregnant. Thanks, V. Coop. Now, how is it? Just, just, just. Just bear with me here for a second, ass family. We got a whole big transgender thing to get to with Mikey, and I'm looking forward to it. How is it that parents around this country are saying it's okay to have drag queen shows at school? Let me preface that at school, because I don't care if you want to be a drag queen, be a drag queen, just not at school. We, we, we have school districts, I don't know, like in Virginia, that allowed a boy who thought he was a girl to rape another student in the bathroom at the school, and they didn't even tell the girl's parents. But the statue of David is too far. Literally, my mind is blown right now. Completely blown. <laughs> that statue of David is pornographic. Boy, but I can't wait till the drag show later today. Consistency logic. If I were to ever run for president, those would be my two standards. Consistency logic. If someone attacks them, the consistent part would be, the logical part would be, well, we attack back. I'll be consistent on that. Oh, please, you can barely see David's falloon, as the old Irish song would say. Oh, once again, ass family, I kid you not. Oh, for fuck's sake. I can't handle the amount of stupidity that's presenting itself to me today. I really, really can't. So I'm going to have some help here in just a little bit. My good friend Mikey is going to be on next. 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. I sing songs about Texas. I sing them often as if she was some old lover I used to know. I wish I could follow them back to the homeland every time I hear one on my radio Twin fiddles playing in my memory 
my daddy say When there's a old cow town Silver haired and he's still there Under the sky so warm and fair Well I tell you friends There's a song in every town This is country music. Jerry Jeff walked the beach just like a cold from the cold. Well, I'm a going home. Well, it's nothing short of the gospel hymns. Guess that's why folks keep writing when I die. I want to go there too. Someday I hope to walk along Heaven Street and I'll still be looking for my taco meat and I swear I hear still guitar just rising in the air. And I said, well sing me one more song about old San Antonio. Seemed like a dream now, it was so long ago. And old guy Clark, he could be just like a cook from Still, I swear I could hear a whippoorwill. She knows there's music in the dirt down there. Hill country rain is a cleansing thing. And all I have to do is see one sitting in a shallow creek. Got nothing to do. I said, sing me one more song about old San Antonio. Seemed like a dream. Now it was so long ago Jerry Jeff walked the beach Like a coke from the coast So sing me one more song About those dusty plains Them honky-tonk angels And their lonely beehive pain I wish I was stowed away On some fast moving train Texas. 
right now cannot wait to talk to this guy uh very very whoa facetime did i hit facetime headphones headphones wait hold on a second let me i i, I gotta call him I, I i don't do no facetime money hey what's up buddy how you doing good man how are you i'm very very good uh do you want to do a facetime call instead 
Uh, no, is 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 it okay to just do it like this? Up yeah. to you. Oh yeah, this is perfect. This this works right. great for me, my friend. Uh, congratulations, yeah. Mikey. Thank you, man. Oh my God, you got married. Oh man, <laughs> that is awesome. Now, now, do you remember what I said to you the first time I saw you after you made it all Facebook official? No. So you you were uh, you, you were doing that damn show, and you guys were at a bar, I think, in Roseville, and I came out to support you. Yeah. And uh, I showed up, and I walked in, and we talked, and I looked at you, and I go, hey, man, is she even old enough to be pregnant? Oh, that's right. I fucking <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> because that was my running joke with you, because you had so many fucking kids. <laughs> I know, I know. And she looks hella young, too. Oh, she's yeah. Not, she, She's in her thirties. <laughs> you don't have to justify anything. I am so happy for you. Uh, Thanks, I, I couldn't be happier. Now, uh, I do have something I want to play for you. Um, this is this will explain what you and I are Gen Xers, correct? Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I just want you to listen to this because I saw this on Facebook. No kid living today has okay. ever seen this activity in go. real life. Made from random scraps of splintered wood. Nothing screams no fear, Gen X. I can't hear it. Quite no, you can't. The homemade no. ramp. Damn it. A fixture in every Oh, never mind then. Uh, well, what is it? it Son it, of a bitch. I'll send it to you. It's it's about nobody knows the fear and the and, and, and things like Gen Xers because we built our own bike ramps as kids. <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. I mean, I mean, we would we would take any kind of wood we could find and then prop it up and then ride as fast as we could and then jump. And we didn't know how if we were going to stick the landing or not. Oh, but see, that's what we were as kids. We were rebels. We do. There was so much different when we were kids. Like even just like, oh, fuck, man, I used to ride a skateboard on ramps that I would build. I try to jump over chairs. One time on the 4th of July, I tried to jump over like we lined up like five or six chairs for some dumbass reason. I was like 10 and I was going to run and jump over these chairs. And I was this little fat kid. I'm not going to jump over any chair. I'm not even going to make it over one, <laughs> but I was going to try and jump over these line of chairs. And I didn't, I tripped and I landed on my face and I slid on the concrete on my face. I was, it was blood everywhere, but that's the shit we did when we were kids. Oh, absolutely. We would have Roman candle fights. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I mean, I we, loved it. We did the stupidest shit, and today you can't even ride a bicycle without a fucking helmet on. Oh yeah, you get pulled over by the cops. Dear I give you a Lord. ticket. Yeah, you can't be here. So, uh, by, by the way, uh, Mikey, where can people find your show? Let's let let's give some promotion out real early here. It, well, it's everywhere. I mean, you can just go to MikeyPodcast.com or just you know just search for the Mikey Podcast, Spotify, Apple. Uh, iHeart. It's it's on every podcast platform, and if you want to watch the videos. You can subscribe on Spotify, uh, and, and then you can get access to the video podcast. I'm also going to start – actually, since I'm talking to you and I haven't really said what it's going to be, I've only kind of been slightly promoting this little thing. I'll say it right now. Oh, wow. Uh, 420 on April 20th, 420. Of course. I'm going to do, do my first live show on my podcast. I'm going to awesome. do a live stream, and you got to be a subscriber to access that. But it's going to be my first one, and I'm going to start doing those monthly and then probably – Hopefully, if it works out, I'll do those more and more and more. There you I wanna, go. I want to well, step this up. That is fantastic. So on April twentieth, which is also Hitler, Hitler's birthday, by the way, just that's like the whole reason. That's why I'm doing it, mm-hmm. so I can celebrate Hitler. <laughs> uh, you're going live. That's I, I'm. I'm. I'm very happy for you. Um, the, do you know what time it's going to start? 
I haven't picked my time yet. Okay. It's going to be so, it, just for anybody that's listening and wants to listen to it or check it out, whatever. It'll be after you get off work. I was thinking 420, okay. but I'm like, that's kind of stupid because people are going to be at work and no one's going to have access to it. There so probably go. like 7, 8 o'clock. Okay. But I'll make sure all the information gets out there. Well, let me know because I'll, I'll listen. I'll, I'll fucking, you know, type back and forth with you. I'm, I'm very excited yeah. about that. Um, we, we have some stuff to talk about. I was watching, right. uh, I was on TikTok and I saw your video and it, it's so funny. I saw your video and I did the story last week as well. The lady who wanted the cheeseburger bundle. <laughs> oh my God. So here's the thing about the, that story and stories like that. It continues to happen. Yes weekly yes i don't understand where do you not realize that you know pulling a gun in a drive-thru is probably not going to get you the burger that you want yeah and a cheeseburger bundle isn't even a fucking thing <laughs> well did you hear the story like the week before or two weeks before the lady went to popeyes and there wasn't a biscuit in her box and she oh got mad God. and the the manager gave her a biscuit and then she drove her car through the entrance of popeyes because she was so upset still but she got a well, biscuit that that's a reasonable reaction. Those biscuits are delicious. Uh, I mean, true, very very true. But she got one. She got a biscuit. There was no reason to fucking wreck your car. That's what I don't get. Like these people, she destroyed. This lady destroyed her car. The lady with the the McBurger bundle that she wanted. That lady destroyed her life. These people oh, yeah. are ruining their lives for a burger or a nugget and this happens every goddamn week and i don't understand and it just proves once again i found a new sound effect hopefully you'll hear this oh for fuck's sake i can't <laughs> I handle the amount of stupidity great. that's presenting itself to me today every single day it gets fucking worse now it really fucking does and here's my question to you and 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 i mean this and i'm not trying to blow smoke just because you're on the show you're an awesome dad that's about the Thank best you. compliment I could ever pay to anybody is I admire I you um, for how you raised your sons and you have a dog. And this is what I want yep. to talk about. How hard is it right now to raise a daughter in America? Oh, geez, dude. Well, it's pretty difficult. Like my daughter is, you know, she's 10 years old. So she's she's getting into she's going to be going through all those hormone changes and all that stuff. And it's mm -hmm. starting right now. So just just with that alone, it's difficult. But that is what every parent experiences in general. But with the way the world is and trying to protect her from just everything that's out there, the Internet and and her things that can, like, basically fuck up her self-esteem. You know what I mean? Because people looking at TikTok and Instagram and all this shit, they see these filters and they see these these women who who have all kinds of work done they got these great boobs this great ass all this stuff and it's very fake it's not mm -hmm. real and these little girls will see this stuff online and they think that that's what they're supposed to look like or that's how they're supposed to be and it's creating this 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 body image uh, disorders and not that my daughter has access to these things because right. i protect her from that but it's a really difficult situation right now um what about the war on being a woman that's oh, happening in what America? is a woman <laughs> hmm? Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, honestly, we can't even define anymore what an actual woman is. But have have you given thought to this yet about what's being presented in schools, what's being pushed in schools? As a parent, don't you want to be a part of the decision making process for your child? Hundred percent. And luckily, um, I believe that the school that my daughter is in is also on the same page as I am. She goes to uh, 
she goes to John Adams Academy and um, it's a, it's a charter school, but they're very pro America. They're very pro um, traditional standards and traditional values. And I love it. And, you know, they do the pledge of allegiance and she's a treasurer. They, they, it's, it's very much pro America traditional values. And so I know that they're not in there teaching her, you know, that, a dude can be a woman or whatever. Mm-hmm. But my, my, my opinion on that is that, listen, when you're over the age of 18, if you want to be whatever you want to be, go right ahead and be that. When you're under the age of 18, I still think your, your parents need to have a lot of involvement in your life and your decisions because yeah. our, your brain is still developing. Your brain is developing until you're 25. Right. So, so to, to say that a 12 year old who can't vote, can't buy a gun, can't drink a beer, can't do shit, can't even do anything. You you can't even be out past nine o'clock. By the way, you're gonna it, let that that person make a decision to completely change their entire life as a change their old, gender. As a twelve year old, I did all those things though. You, well, I know, me too. And, and, and I get I get that. I get what but, you're saying. But, but we didn't have. But we you didn't, didn't have parental. Try, you didn't go to. You didn't want to cut off your dick. No, no, no. But we didn't have parental consent either. We did that behind our parents' back. Like, like, yeah, like, my, exactly. My dad wasn't out imbibing with me or shooting guns with me. I had to do that because I was a rotten kid because kids are rotten. Kids, kids are rotten. You, you know what the better word is? is and, I, and I love children. I love my kids. Mm-hmm. Kids are stupid. Yeah. And, and it's and it's not because they they're just generally dumb. It's because they haven't learned enough yet and they don't know enough about the world to make these crazy decisions about their life to, to allow a child to decide that they're a boy to decide that he's a girl or a girl decide he's a boy because they fucking like to wear a dress or because they like to play with barbies is crazy let that kid grow let that kid become who that kid's going to become and when they're an adult if they still feel that way then then they can do what they want to do i'm not saying don't let see this is such a difficult conversation because i don't want it to sound like i'm saying if your kid is a boy it's a boy and he only plays boys toys and all that shit no if your kid wants to play with girl toys or vice versa let them Mm-hmm. Let them do what they're going to do so that they can become who they are. Encourage them, but don't brainwash them. And don't tell them if, – if, if your daughter walks in and says, I think I'm a boy, and she's eight, say, okay, let's talk I – don't, I don't even know how to approach that because that hasn't happened to me. But, right. Thank God. But, and it's a, such a difficult, sensitive topic because they're children. And at the same time, as a parent, you want to do what's best for your child, but, a, but also – you're the parent, and sometimes you know what's best for your child. See, and, and I think I think a lot of people are getting wrapped up mm-hmm. in some ideology about uh, transgender rights and all this other stuff, which everybody deserves rights. But when you're a child, things have to be looked at a little differently, I think. And 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 with this war on being a woman, this shit is pissing me off because now you got transgender dudes that were a dude and, and they've, they've, you, tr- you know, they've, they've changed, you know, whatever a woman now and they're fucking winning races oh, yeah. and they're, they're UFC, like all this, that seems a little unfair to me. Oh, it, uh, that, that, uh, the, you know, the good news about that is the story broke uh, yesterday that the world athletics commission has said they will, uh, female athletes will only compete against biological female athletes in any kind of world competition. And I think that's great. I think that that, what that, it should that matters. Well, I mean, you, you have a U.S. women's soccer player who comes out and thinks it's okay for men to join women's leagues. Does she not realize that her job will be lost? 
Yeah, I, I don't I, think I mean, people understand that. See, this, this is the thing that, that, that people don't want to realize is that there are bad people out there, too, and people that don't have money, but they want their kids to go to college. So guess what? Their kid is a failed soccer player on the boys' side. Guess what? They're going to put a wig on him, put him on the girls' team, and guess what? He's going to get a scholarship to a college. He's going to if, take if, away a if scholarship. We continue, if, you're right, because if we continue down this path, there are going to be people who do that just to game the system. And what this is the hardest question because I don't even know what to say. Let's say your daughter was trying out for soccer team. We'll keep it soccer because that's a girl's sport. Um, <laughs> and, right. and she's 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 not the best player, but she's gonna make the team because she's better than like you know the 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 kid in the wheelchair and the other kid. And all of a sudden, <laughs> a boy shows up that we've all known was a boy for the last nine or 10 years. And he's got a wig on now and he's a girl and he beats your daughter out for that last spot on the team. What do you tell your daughter? That's really tough, man. See, dude, man, I don't even know. I would, I would say, you know, unfortunately the world is very unfair Uh and this is, and I would be real with her. And I was like, and what happened? And I would say what, what just happened is extremely unfair, but we'll practice and we'll get better and we'll come back for the next tryouts and we'll kick that boy's ass. Yeah. And you can beat that boy. And then there's four more boys because they saw what that boy didn't get away with it. See, this is why you're a better dad than me because I would go fucking John wick chapter four on him. That's what I would do. I would eviscerate slippery slope, man. No, here's the thing. A woman is, I, I can define what a woman is. A woman is born with baby making parts. That's what she's mm-hmm. born with. They don't have to work because they like, you know, you know how, see, Mikey, you know this trick because you've been in radio a long time. We can get people to say pretty much what we want them to say. It's a manipulation trick that we learn in radio. We can get people on the air to say what we want them to say. And yeah. that's what they're doing with all of this right now. They're just manipulating the system. Because they'll come at you with a well, what if what if the lady's infertile? That that's not even a that's a, that's a non sequitur. She's born with the right parts. They don't have to work. She's born with the right well, parts, though. That's here's a just a, I think a real simple way to look at it is when you die. When you die in mm-hmm. 150 years from now or thousand years from now, when geologists or whatever the fuck they are digging up graves and shit, and they start running tests on you, even if you if you were born a woman and you transition to a man, guess what? You're going to be a woman. Yep. When they run those tests, you are biologically a woman. So your body, yeah, whatever's going on in your head might might be different, but your body and everything in you is a woman. So that is what you are. See, this is the hard part for me is that, that I'm with you. When it comes to being 18 years old, you can do whatever you want. You want to cut your fucking cock and balls off, you do it. Only, By the way, only about 10% of all transgenders do that by the way. I know. It, which yeah. makes this whole thing just fucking so stupid. You know, in Canada, they're allowing trans women to get cervix fucking checks so they don't get cervical cancer. That That is like enabling the enabling mental illness. A little it bit. is. <laughs> and, and you know, the have you heard about this uh, lawsuit against Kaiser Permanente? No. So a girl who, uh, when was 13, who they even said the doctors knew she had a myriad, which means a lot, of mental health issues, they still allowed her at 13 to cut her breasts off. No, dude. See, 
And now at 17 or 16 or 17, she has retransitioned or detransitioned and said it was a mistake, but the doctors pushed her that way. And I'm sitting here going, what the fuck is going on in our country? Why are people why are people using their kids as experiments? That is that's a great question. And and I wonder that too. And I think this goes really far back to to why is this happening? Why in the last, I don't know, what has it been, 10 years, not even, has there been such a push for for this type of thing? Like why why are they pushing it so much in schools? Why why are they pushing so much for people to take their kids to the, you know, to, to drag queen story hour or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't, I just don't understand the push behind it. Why is there so much to it? So I just want to do, I do want to say one thing because I, I think that, you know, transgender people, I support you. You know what I mean? Like you make, if you're an adult, you make those decisions, you do whatever you want to do as, as a teenager, as a child, as you're growing up. And if you feel that way, then I'm not saying it's a mental issue, but it could be. So maybe oh, as maybe the, there's a way uh, as a parent you could take your child while they're a teenager and they're trying to understand these feelings and this stuff that they're going through to therapy, not to change their opinion, but to make sure that this is what's happening in their mind. And, and over time, they get all these feelings out. And by the time they're 18, if they're still feeling that way and if they're still still feeling that they are somebody else, then make those decisions. It's just like it's just so difficult because when you're a child and you're a teenager and you're growing up, you remember this, Arnie, it was hard. Like oh, you yeah. go through so much shit emotionally and in your head and in your mind. So if a person, if a kid thinks they're a transgender and they're already struggling with so much shit and as a parent, how do you approach this and how do you handle it delicately with not, without fucking their head up even more, without making them feel like shit, without ruining your relationship? This is this, like the hardest thing in the world to be a parent right now in this day. And age. Oh, I, I agree. I, I Look, I think it's the hardest job in general, uh, period. Being a parent, you have to raise an adult. You're not raising a child. You're raising an adult. Yeah. And see, things have changed. And, 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 and I, I, I respect and appreciate everything you said. I don't think I could do that. Because when I was eight, I, I, I famously tell this story, and it made me really who I am today. Um, I came home crying from school, and, and my dad's like, what's wrong? And I said, the kids called me fat. I didn't like being you, – you, you know what? It, you don't want to be called fat when you're in school. Yeah, you, yeah, no way. And my dad looks at me and goes, Arnie, you're fat. He goes, either you're going to do something about it or you're going to own the fact that you're fat, and you don't ever let anybody hurt you with that again. That's great advice. And, and and but but see that that was in 1979. God damn, I'm fucking old. Dude, you are old. I was born in 79. Come I, on. I'm from the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, fuck. but if you were to tell a kid that today and that kid goes out and tells oh. somebody that, you're getting your kid taken away from you. See, this is the thing I can't do, Mikey. I can't lie, and it's because I can't lie to myself. I say uh, I want to say I support transgenders. Like, it's their body. They can do what they want. But I, I can't call you a woman because you're not. I'm, I, I'm well, sorry. No, but they, they shouldn't expect you to. But see, that's the problem is that they do, and they force you to do so. And if you don't, you're done. There's a girl on TikTok right now. I think you've probably seen her. The girl who identifies as a red tail hawk. Yeah, I've seen that. 
Well, then, okay, if I have to buy that, then everybody, I've said it, I've said it a number of times, I identify as an actual deity. You shall all <laughs> worship me now. Now, why is that? Why, why did you laugh? Well, I, I, cause, cause the whole thing is ridiculous. That's why I think the, I identify as whatever mm -hmm. is insane to me. And that allows people to, to, to create a, a reality around them that isn't actually reality and that allows them to live in a delusional fantasy. Right. It's like, it's like you have to come with grit. You have to come to grips with what life really is and what's really happening. You can't fucking walk around the world thinking you're a fox or thinking you're some sort of fucking animal. Like, that's crazy. I, I, I saw a story. I think this happened in Australia. There was a school that was allowing a girl to pretend to I'm saying pretend because that's what it is. Pretend to be a cat. No, that's in so America. she would have it. That's America. She'd have it. Oh, was it American? Oh, whatever. yeah. Oh, she, it's she happening had a all over tail. the place. She had ears and whatever. And she got she was like getting in trouble with kids because somebody sat on her tail. Like, dude. We can't, we can't encourage this behavior that's insane. They have a litter box for some of these kids. Yes. What the hell is that? That's not okay. No. That is That is a mental health issue. And that's where the bigger problem is in America is that we don't focus on our mental health enough. And like, I, and not to stray from this subject, but I no. want to bring something up to you. Okay. Arnie, you, you know how important mental health is. Absolutely. And I'm sure... I'm sure you've seen the story of, of the uh, radio personality in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. I believe his name was JD, and he he committed suicide. Right, and, wild ninety four point nine. Yeah, exactly. And that guy, I don't know anything about him. I know that he was a legend in in the Bay Area. People loved him. He was great. He was struggling, and he was struggling mm -hmm. with a lot of a lot of physical health stuff as well. But that physical health took a toll on him and on on his mental health. And my point of bringing that up is because. We as Americans and as a country, we almost we pretend like we care about mental health. And there's you'll hear like these ads on the radio or something on TV, but there's never really any real, true discussions with people to 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 bring that out into the masses to have people talk about it more to get rid of the stigma behind it because it's so fucking important. And and not to not to baby people or coddle kids or anything like that, but we really have to look at our kids' mental health. Because if we don't, that's our future. Yeah. And if, if our future is going to be a bunch of confused children who aren't sure if they're men or women or cats or dogs or birds or whatever the fuck, we are screwed. You know, I, I, I am really glad you brought that story up because it is important. And, and I can't speak on the child aspect of it because, thank God, I never had children. Um, I can talk about my own personal experience. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I like to talk about I, – I love to say this, this phrase right here. Your problems are real because they're your problems. Yes. It, it, don't let anybody shrug off. I, I, I don't care if it's a first world problem, a third world problem. Problems will eat at you, no matter what it is. And, and they can be the stupidest thing. And once those start to fester and you start eating it all the time, your problems start to get bigger. And they start yep. to get more real. And the more that you eat that and you don't have anybody to talk to or you don't have the tools, you you go into that, as I call it, that gray corner. Because that's all I saw when I started cutting my wrists was this gray corner because I didn't see any way out. And yeah. now I have the tools that help me to get out of that because I'm still depressed. Not not all the time. I, I Clinically, I'm, I'm diagnosed as clinically depressed. And I think about people like Robin Williams. 
who had yeah. all the money in the world to get help, but he didn't get the help. And I didn't get the help until I it was too long, too far, because maybe there is that, you know, you, you bring up a good point. Maybe this should be something we teach kids at an early age to talk out their problems with us, no matter what their problems are, because otherwise it's going to lead us down that dark hallway. Yeah. You're right, mm-hmm. and you know, and and I see, I see my daughter who's ten years old already struggling with some things, not not so much mental health, but just things that she doesn't, you know, whether it's a kid at school or somebody says something mean to her or she's being mean to somebody, whatever it is, these things that she's struggling with, and she doesn't, she has a hard, well, sometimes will have a hard time talking about them, but it, and, you know, I mean, let's be real though, as a child, do you really want to fucking tell your parents anything? Probably no, not. No. But but if we start at a young age, like you said, encouraging them in different ways, I don't know what those ways are because I'm not a child psychologist. I'm not sure. But if we start at a young age and, and let them know that they can come to us, that we can talk to them, that we can help them in, in, in whatever, whatever your relationship is with your child, that can help as they get older to to work on their own mental health. Because even if you don't feel like you have any sort of mental health, any issues or anything, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. because – you no matter what we all every single one of us has to practice we have to practice uh self-love i guess as stupid as that sounds and what i mean by that is is focusing on your mental health making sure you're good on the inside making mm-hmm. sure you're happy or taking the steps to to keep yourself in a you know kind of straight path because you can't provide a happy life for your wife your your husband your kids your family around you or even your coworkers if you're an unhappy person so you got to focus on you first, obviously, so that you can create mm-hmm. a better, more beautiful understanding for everyone else that that is involved in your life. So I think that <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I just said that, but I mean, really, it's all about that mental health issue. And in, in, in no matter what you think, focus on you, make sure you're happy, make sure you're healthy in every possible way so that you can keep the people around you healthy, healthy and ha- happy as well. They do this uh, really cool survey each and every year about who kids listen to. And every year it's the same answer. Kids listen to their parents more than anybody, more than the Kardashians, more than any influencer on TikTok. They still That's listen true. to their parents. And, they, I, you know, you brought up a word earlier. You call kids stupid, which I think is fantastic because they are. <laughs> the better word, the, the more polite word would be ignorant because they don't yeah. know any better. But stu- I, I, I'm staying with stupid because I like the word stupid. This mm-hmm. is where you as the adult get to outsmart the kid. And you get to talk about things in front of the kid, and the kid's going to listen. Like, oh, these drugs are bad, and shit like that. There's ways that you can outsmart your kids and talk to them, and the kids will listen. Yeah, there really yeah. is. And yeah, there's yeah. there's lots of examples out there too. I mean, like I have my my I have a son who struggles with a lot of things, mm-hmm. and and it's it I I think he it's he's not at a point where he wants to where he. Get, is needing to get the help or getting the help that he needs to get, I guess. He's trying, I suppose. But he has, like, it's just really hard to explain with his issues because a lot of times, here's the problem. You, you, I can use him as an example to my daughter and say, hey, you know, don't follow in his path because this, but also at the same time, I don't want her, she doesn't need to know these things about, right. you know, the person she, a person she loves or looks up to. Right. Um, but in, in his sense, it's like he grew up, looking and idolizing a lot of rocks looking looking at and idolizing a lot of rock stars like nikki six for whatever reason my son justin is loves nikki six mm-hmm. i can't understand it but he read his book at a young age and there was just like a lot of a lot of stuff were kind of glamorized and sure. you know that 
that drug life and he did it and he fell into that path of this and in but as the more we look into it and this just brings me back to the kind of full circle this the more we look into what he's doing and what he did do it all kind of comes back to his mental health so not only if we don't start at a young age with these kids it, it the best way possible they can they will fall into a path of doing drugs that will lead them down the road of fucking despair as you said the gray corner yeah and and it'll put them right and not just with depression because it could be drug use it could be so many different things and fuck i just can't say i can't stress it enough how mm-hmm. important mental health is and this applies in everything we've talked about so far today whether it yeah. comes to transgenderism whether it comes to drugs whether it comes to anything kids adults fucking mental health is just so important well, and 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 now I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna throw a wrench into this because mental health could come into this because it seems like the leaders of your state because I don't live there anymore, they yeah. need some serious mental health issues because of things that what the fuck yesterday the California Senate approved in a thirty to eight vote to to allow. Governor Gavin Newsom's proposal to allow state regular regulators to consider a penalty on oil refiners who make too much money. You're going to yeah. find businesses that are that you're going to you're going to say you can only make this much money. But what's he doing? So is what what about let's just what if what if you know Elon Musk is making too much money? Uh, right? Is he, is he finding him too for selling the Teslas? And no, he's not. The, of course the, not. The state of California is is beyond. They're they're not mental. They're they're fucking corrupt. And everything Gavin Newsom does, and every move that he makes, is because there's some sort of hidden agenda in where he's going to make money off of it. So when you're, you're there, I don't fucking understand this oil thing because California is an oil rich state. Yeah. We provide a lot of oil. Why the fuck are we attacking the co- the companies that give us a majority of the money that the state gets? Doesn't make any sense to me. I understand oil is dirty, but so fucking so are so are these supposed clean cars. Where do you how the fuck do you think they make these batteries? You, they destroy Earth when they make these batteries. Have you seen cars. the have you seen the mining operations they have going in Africa for these things? It's unbelievable. It's fucking human abuse. It really is. These people are climbing over each other and shit. I've watched some of these videos and it, it's almost, it's disgusting. It really oh, is. And we allow this to happen. But that's better than oil because oil is bad. Oh, of course. And electricity and coal, bad. People who, I, I, I watched a video and it, I like watching it because I don't live in the third world. So it's not me. Um, but there's some gal who's got two kids in one arm and she's fucking swinging a little pickaxe yeah. trying to get cobalt or whatever the fuck they're getting. And I'm sitting there going, this is better than oil? Really? People are getting paid 50 cents an hour to do this shit. Shit, they're getting paid 50 cents a week. It's Africa. Fucking 50 (laughs) cents an hour, you could buy a fucking mansion. Jesus. But I I sit here and I go, but the bigger issue is this. It's not about gasoline. It's about saying to businesses, you can only make so much money. I've never heard anybody in America Outside of the NFL, the NFL says, well, you can only spend this much money as a business, which I think is stupid, but that's a whole different fucking topic, and I know you don't like sports. So, but, <laughs> but the whole thing is we're telling businesses, well, you make too much money. And that's a Democrat, but the Republicans are the Nazis. What? Yeah. I, I, what? You know, 
Gavin Newsom, I like to call him Gavin the Goof because he just goofs everything up. He's just a he's just a fucking he's he is the a devil. Nazi. Like I, I mean, that's how I feel. Like he, like I've never seen somebody drop the hammer on so many just regular civilians and businesses in my entire life. I realized the pandemic had had something to do with it, but there was there's so much more to it. This guy is a power hungry, corrupt son of a bitch. His whole family is. He was groomed from the day he was born to be the person that he is right now, so that he could become or try to become president. Now, if anybody's listening to this this right now, and if you're outside of California or outside of Texas or wherever the fuck you are, be warned. At some point, this asshole is going to try to run for president. I've talked and about it. I'm I, telling you, mm-hmm. California is fucked. Do not, if you don't believe me, come take a visit. I will go and I will video California for you if you want to see it. Like, it is fucked up. There are homeless people every fucking where. The prices of everything are insane. Houses, food gas fucking electricity everything is out of control if you want homeless people out of control prices and nazi running the country then go ahead and vote for gavin newsom but we have we you me people like us who know who this dude is we have to get the word out to protect america from something i'd rather have any other democrat in the world be the president kamala fucking harris keep joe biden there i don't give a fuck not gavin newsom so let let me ask you this because i i've said it Uh, 2024 election. I have one more story about California. We'll get back to it, but I, I'm going to keep okay. you on as long as you can stay. So I, I, I got hope, nothing going on, dude. I'm talking to you. Uh, this is going to be all. This is going to be an epic show. Then um, Joe Biden is completely worthless as a human being, let alone the president. Kamala Harris, most, of course, yes. Kamala Harris also worthless. I don't know who's running the country, but I know it's not those two fuckers. Um, who runs in 2024? I, I, I mean, I mean, we know that all this shit is going on with Donald Trump right now, which he's going to be exonerated from due to the fact that Michael Cohen is a fucking liar and he was fucking put in jail for lying. I know. I know. And I See, believe I, me, I want Ron DeSantis to run more than Donald Trump. But now I kind of want to see scorched earth Trump. I do, too, actually, because I think he's entertaining. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Who runs in 24? You know, if Biden. Biden Biden says can't. he's going to run, so he can't. he's the not going to win. Can't. I, there's no if he wins, and maybe I'm just biased or just because I lean conservative and to the right. Then it's to me if he wins, it was completely fucking rigged. And I hate to say that, you know, I hate I to know. sound like that guy, but I just can't see the the country voting for this guy after four years of what we've been through. I've been asking um, people this, and I imagine you hang you're you're probably around a lot more Democrats than me because I'm in yes. the chosen state. I've got a question for you to ask them, and you can ask them on my behalf. It's a very, very simple question. Um, I even tried to ask this question to the morning guy on 107.9 The End, Gavin, who I'm friends with, but he's a fucking liberal nut. He's a fucking He's a huge liberal nut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a nice guy, but he's oh, a su- liberal. Super nice guy, but I, and he went to Penn State and defends Penn State, you know, where, where they were at Kid Toucher University, they, their football program. Yeah. yeah. But anyway um, – how is the country better since since Joe Biden took over? Well, because well, we don't have somebody on Twitter posting mean that, things. That, 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 that. That's not an answer. How is the country? Well, that's what they would better? say. Yeah, but that's where you have to stop them and you have to tell them how is our country better? Is inflation better? No. Is gas prices better? No. The the cost of food is it better? No. What what? what what is it that he's done? What has he done in his almost three years in office? 
man, I have asked that exact question. I've asked that to people. I've asked it on my podcast. I've put it on social media. I want somebody because I, because I'm willing to hear it. I yeah. want to know because, because am I missing something? Cause maybe I am maybe because I, 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 you know, I wrap myself up in the news that I wrap myself up in. So maybe I miss something. Maybe he's great. Maybe there is something out there that is happening. That is so fucking good that I have no clue what it is, but nobody can tell me what that is. Anytime somebody brings something up, it's always something negative. And I, and I, when I say, well, what about, you know, then there's like, you just, all these things you mentioned, the gas prices, inflation, all this stuff, a lot of it, and I'm not joking, gets pushed back to fucking Donald Trump. Oh, I know that that's the, the biggest cop out in the world. Always. It's always Trump. And for the last four years, man, I've heard the Democrats talk about Donald Trump more than Donald Trump talks about Donald Trump. And that's insane. Well, I mean, this current witch hunt that they're going after, first of all, it's a misdemeanor what he did. Secondly, Dude, and it happened ten. It happened in two thousand six. Yes, and then when he paid this lady off, and then in 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 who gives a fuck if he did anyway? It has nothing to do with with anything that really impacts America at all. When no. you got a guy in office right now who took money from China, who takes money from the Ukraine, who's basically funding both sides of the fucking war by giving Iran a fucking five hundred million dollar fucking waiver on their sanctions. And then Iran is over here giving Russia drones to bomb Ukraine. So we're so we're just typical American style as a typical American banker funding both sides of the fucking war here in the Ukraine mm -hmm. for what? This guy that is in office, along with his family, his daughter, his son, all these people are corrupt sons of bitches. He sat there and told America that that his family was not getting money from China. And yeah. then the bank records came out and the bank records showed it. Well, then like, he said, that's it, not true. Well, yeah, yeah, that's not true. That's what really the records show that it's true. Like, you can't tell me it's not true. The names are all there. But he'll get on TV and say it's not true, and then CNN will run that, and there, there are a few million fucking weird liberal people that that listen to that shit. will spread it all over social media, and that's what people go for. They don't listen to you or me when we try to say, dude, that's not true. The truth is that he is getting money from China. No, you're a fucking crazy conspiracy theorist. This is this is the shit I deal with. I'm not sure if you deal with that same stuff, oh. but I deal with that all the time because all I want to do is put – that truth out there because people are being misled and lied to okay. by mainstream media uh, every fucking day. I'm talking I, about Fox News, CNN, all of them. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give you a bullet to put in the chamber then for him because the National Archives released yesterday emails that showed Biden approved an official statement about Hunter's position on a Ukrainian energy company board. The emails See? have been released. The emails are out there. This is the part that I'm having. I, I talked about this in the first hour of the show. Hunter Biden is the most fascinating person I think I've seen on television and in the world ever. A man who, in his book, in his printed book, admits to smoking crack cocaine. Why is he not in federal prison right now serving 15 years for lying on a gun application? I don't know. They asked that yesterday. Uh, a, a senator, a representative, I believe out of Minnesota, Representative Mr. Tiffany, he asked that question. And he admits, he goes, there's two sets of justice in this country. And I was blown away that a representative had the balls to say that. Because it's ridiculous. It is completely He's not wrong. No, he's not. He's not wrong at all. This family, I, they're the Sopranos of Washington, D.C. Oh, absolutely. 100%. That's a great way to fucking put it. I, they, 
Totally are, man. I mean, it's sad that we have the Tony Soprano character, one of the greatest television characters of all time, is being represented by Joe Biden. I know. I mean, that's just (laughs) pathetic. But uh, I just, I'm ready for 2024 to get here and and vote. And you bring up the media. I I, I was talking about it earlier. Politicians are all going to be slimy. They've been slimy forever. They're going to continue Mm -hmm. to be slimy. And... The only thing that's changed is the media. The media used to fucking do their job. The media used to come out and cut exclusives, Watergate, things like that. And then they found a way to make money making the news, and it was all over then. Well, also, too, I think a lot of it, too, is that the the politicians and the elites and the fucking business owners of the world have these these get-togethers you know these different get-togethers around the world where they invite the media to be a part of it so then when you're in the media when you're just like you know some some fucking newscaster or some radio guy or whatever it is and you're hanging out with these politicians and all these big corporate leaders and stuff you start to feel like you're important Mm -hmm. you start to feel like you're special so then they do that on purpose so that when you go to report the news and these stories you're kind of in their favor because they take care of you because now you're friends with these people because now you're part of the fucking group. So the whole thing really, in my opinion, is 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 just a big sham anyway. They all kind of work together in order to spread the narrative and the message that they want. But then you got – but that's why people like you and I and other podcasters and other independent media are important. Because without people like us, that shit doesn't get out there. The news doesn't get out there. The truth doesn't get out there. In sometimes in a funny way, sometimes in a really fucking serious way too. But we people like us are fucking needed. And here we yeah. are. We're on. We're talking about a pot. We're, you know, we're talking about this shit on a podcast. Who knows how many people listen to it? Who knows how many people are paying for? It? But mm-hmm. we're doing it for free for the most part. And 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 we're not getting anything out of this. No. And that's that. That's like I'm doing it. I do this because I love it. Yeah. I do, obviously, I want to make money on it. Obviously, I want sure. it to be. I want to do it for a living. But I'm doing it because it's important, and I think people need to know this stuff. And so, if if people listening right now can support you and can support me, then I say fucking go for it. The yeah. best way to do it is by subscribing or sharing the podcast or letting people know about it. Because without independent media, you, me, fucking, I hate to say it, Joe Rogan, but all these guys, without people like us. You're fucked. Yeah. I promise you, America is fucked. I, I, I'm not beholden to anybody. See, that's the Me best either. part about be, doing this is that, and, and I know that you've talked about it, and I don't know if you want to talk about it, but you had been silenced working in radio. You were silenced yeah. on your social media because you decided to criticize a, a, a political figure, and you were told you Absolutely. couldn't do that. I don't ever I was told want to, to be shut the-, the fuck up. I was told to stop doing that. I was told that corporate is watching my social media accounts. I was suspended. I was, I was everything. I was threatened with my job. You know, the, oh, it, it, it was all the weird thing is, is when I started really talking about my politics and stuff on my podcast, um, I, I noticed the way I was treated at that company. I'll fucking say it. Odyssey. I noticed mm-hmm. the way Odyssey started treating me and it was way different. And they started doing a lot of DEI stuff and, once that kind of came in and we switched our name to odyssey from intercom or from cbs radio whatever the fuck um it i started to notice so many little changes in the building with people and the way they were reacting towards me and towards other people that i worked with and how they were treating certain other groups of people it it was blatantly obvious where we were headed over time and i wasn't going to stop talking about politics i wasn't going to stop saying what i was going to say because i knew at some point they were going to 
let me go. And I knew that there was going to be a group of people or some people out there that enjoyed or wanted what I was doing on my podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so I followed through and I'm going to continue to keep doing that because I, I think the truth is important. And fuck Odyssey, yeah. and fuck iHeart, all those all those huge corporate companies that try to silence people. Mm-hmm. And it's not even I'm not going to say I'm not going to it can't there's probably some local stations that may even be owned by Odyssey or iHeart or whatever that are probably fine and will allow people to say certain things that don't care as much. But when you're in a bigger market and you're in the capital of the fucking state, there's I understand some of the issues, but that just just made me know and made me feel like we were at the pocket of other politicians. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I so let, let me tell you, uh, in 2016, I was working in Reno election day. Now, you knew the show that I was on before. You not yeah. not not dog shit and jerk off. I'm talking about the the the, the mm-hmm. good one, you know, the popular one that really sucks balls now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I spent an entire career talking politics. Okay, I I'm pretty well versed in 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 the subject, right? You you would think yeah. after 23 years in the industry, I know what I'm talking about. I was doing a sports show, so I didn't talk a lot of politics on my sports show. And I remember this girl that was running the board for me the day of the election happened. And I got in trouble the next day. And, and uh, I, the day of the election, I, I stayed up until 2 o'clock in the morning. I was talking to my dad on the phone. I was like, holy shit, Donald Trump won. And we, we were, like, both laughing, right? I was asked on the air by my producer, this girl who was fucking awful at her job. Just terrible. <laughs> she actually read promos. Like, 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 she would record a promo, but you could tell she was reading it. She was awful at radio. And uh, she goes, well, what do you think about the election today? And I just looked at her and I said, oh, it's going to be a lot closer than anybody thinks. That's all I said. That's all I said. She almost jumped over the controller to tell me how wrong I was. And I was oh like, God. I was like, look, look, I, I, I'm not arguing. You asked me my opinion. I said, it's going to be a lot closer. The next day I came in, she didn't say a fucking word to me. And some girl called in sick to work that day because she was so upset Donald Trump won. I went on the air that day and I said, that girl should be fired. And I got called, <laughs> I got called down to the GM's office. Uh, well, Arnie, you, you probably shouldn't say that. I was like, you let her call in sick. And she was the head of traffic. And and, and and traffic, by the way, is who, who runs commercials. It, it has nothing to do with the spaghetti bowl in Reno. Um, it, it has to do with commercials. You, that's the person that can't call in sick. Yeah, that's a little ridiculous. I remember that same day, though. Like, even in Sacramento, there was a couple of people in the building that, like, I didn't say much about it. I just kept to myself because I knew there's so many liberals there. But there was a woman you know who ran the front desk and one of the sales guys uh, high-fived each other, and when they did it, a, a promotions girl happened to be walking by, and she saw that happen. She burst into tears. Right was, yeah, it was a promotions girl. Went into the GM's office to complain about it and, and asked to be sent home because she felt like it was a toxic work environment. Oh, yeah, you're done. If that's an intern, you don't need to ever come back. No, it, no, was, no, no. Just, it wasn't even a – it was like somebody who worked – I don't know, fuck. Either way, yeah, she eventually fired. quit. And Bye. I just I could not believe that that somebody would complain about a couple of people high fiving each other. Yeah, hey, we won. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, it's still our country. It, nothing's going to change for you. There's not going to be tanks rolling down the street unless a Democrat wins. I'm sorry, did I let that one out? That's my bad. Oh, well, <laughs> you're probably not wrong. Whoops, a Daisy. <laughs> I'm sorry. They've taken all your guns and done all that. Um, 
Now, let's go back to California, and, and you and I will talk some radio here, too, in a little bit. Because uh, right. I've got some fun questions about radio for you. Um, once again, what in the fuck is wrong with your state that in, in San Francisco, they're talking about reparations? Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. In a, a state that never even allowed slavery, we're going to give <laughs> reparations. Okay. $5 million to, to the 1.8 million black people that live in San Francisco. Wiping their yeah. debts clean, a $1 house, and then a yearly salary for the next 250 years of $93,000 a year. Dude, I'll tell you what. I'm not one to encourage uh, rioting, but if this happens, we need to fucking riot. This is crazy to me. I, 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 I don't know how to approach this topic because I don't want to sound like... I don't want to sound insensitive to some people, but the fact is, is this, we need to move on. Okay. We can't keep going back to it. We can't keep going back in history to talk about things that have happened, that, that we have moved, tried to move on past. I'm not saying that there's no racism. I'm not saying we got to forget. I'm not saying fucking forget, but, but what we can do is teach what happened. So it doesn't happen again and move the fuck on giving people money free houses and fucking salaries what is this so then so people like me who are who have to work their ass off just to barely pay their fucking bills are sitting here struggling while other people are just getting whatever the fuck they want handed to them from the state like i don't know what what a one dollar house is going to look like probably a little shack but regardless they're getting a one dollar oh. house with a 90 some thousand dollar salary that's oh, insane to me. please they are going to be getting mansions don't you probably yeah 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 because i did the math i did the math and my my calculator didn't go that far it had an e there so i had to do it on the computer do you know how much 5 million times 1.8 million is it's no. 9 quadrillion dollars and if i'm <laughs> off it's 900 trillion dollars there's not that much money in the world yeah, where's that money coming from? And that's just the $5 million payoff. Not to mention that we're going to wreck the housing market by giving away dollar houses and then 93 grand a year. What the fuck? I mean, you got to wonder, that's going to destroy the economy, dude. Well, for California. Well, I think it's going to, then it'll spill over. Oh, it's no, the, no, no, I think no, no, it'll, no. It'll spill over into fucking Arizona and Nevada and just start to spread like a goddamn virus across the country. Well, if if can you know that stupid saying that where California goes, rest countries. That's no. not necessarily true all the time, but in something like this, this would happen because if reparation, if this passes in California, you know it's going to pass in Massachusetts, and then you know it's going to start to pass in other fucking blue states around around the country, and it's just going to spread and spread and spread, and it's literally going to destroy the economy. Maybe that's mm -hmm. probably maybe that's what they want. Well, that that's when the big wall gets built all around the state of Texas when we secede. Say, I can't wait, man. I want to go to Texas when that happens. Fuck you. Well, yeah. Look, it, you're lucky you know me, and we're in good standing. I, 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 I will, I, I will be your, uh, your contact in. I will, I will be your guy <laughs> to get you guys in here. But because I'll need that. Fuck all that. I mean, it, the idea, and and they don't hide it. This has nothing to do with slavery. This has to I do know. with the unfair housing practices. Police brutality, something that white people actually have to go through, too. But that's a whole different story. Not as much as blacks, but yeah. hey, sure. 
Um, True. It, it, it has to do with being treated unfair in the 60s and 70s, in the 50s, maybe. That's not slavery. That's not reparations. We're not, it, 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 it's so maddening that they're not even trying to hide that, that it has nothing to do with slavery, because you said it first. In a state where it was never legal to have slaves, they're paying reparations. It's stupid. It, 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 it's yeah. this feel-good philosophy that feelings run the world. That That's is, the problem. Yeah. I, I, have, I, have a, I have the Ten Commandments of the show. I only know the first three by heart. <laughs> and that's lot you have to use consistency, logic, and fuck your feelings. Feeling fuck look, your feelings, it, man. It look, feelings look, don't matter. No, they don't. And and my feelings get hurt all the time. I get hurt by by, by when I read news stories. I'm like, oh, that just that's horrible. You know, shit like that. But I'm mm-hmm. not going to 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 pass legislator based legislature based on my feelings. I think that's stupid. And that's where we are as a country. Yeah, that's exactly where we are. That's where a lot of our all politics are kind of being run based on feelings and emotions. And that's when that's when in politics use that or politicians use that against the American people. And they use the media to play into that so that they can push their agenda, whatever the fuck their agenda might be. It's all about feelings, man. I say this on the show all the time. Facts matter. Feelings don't. Mm -hmm. Your feelings matter to you. And I respect that. But your feelings are feelings and, and, and opinions. They're not facts. You have to look at the facts of everything before you can even really have an opinion. You can't sit there and listen to, to the news tell you something to make you feel a certain way and then that be your opinion. That's not your opinion. That's their opinion. They created that opinion in you. You have to fucking look at the facts. Both sides then create your opinion. Because yeah. that's – without that, that comes down to, again, with without people – Again, you, me, and other people trying to put the facts out there so that you can look at both sides of the situation. That is going to be the failure of this country. Dude, we're fucked right now. Mm-hmm. Well, we're headed in a really, 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 really bad direction. And China is stepping up left and right. I hate to be that guy screaming that shit, but it's true. China's over here trying to fucking make peace deals between Russia and Ukraine. They're working with, with Saudi Arabia to offer them all kinds of money. Like they're, they're trying to get, what is it, the yen? I don't know what their money is. Oh, I, but it, Russia's starting to starting to trade in the China dollar, dude. In, and then and, um, the, the American dollar is just collapsing all around us. We're seeing bank failures left and right too. This this can't go on much longer. And when it does, when we do collapse and we do fall, China's going to be right there to pick up the slack. Well, and and let's not let's not paint China to be some great place. They're not doing. Oh, they're this. not. I'm not. They're not <laughs> doing this out of the goodness of their heart. They're doing this to control the world. That's what they do. Absolutely. Because, because see, and, and this is where I think you might be onto something um, about collapsing our economy. Because for some reason, there's all these people that are known as globalists. That mm-hmm. think that think that we all need to be under one roof, that we all need to be under one umbrella, one form of money, one this, one that. When we're not, we're different people. No. We're different cultures. We're different ideas. That's what makes the world so great, and that's what made America and the idea of America so great is because we came the melting pot of that. And yep. it seems like they're emptying that fucking out really, really quickly because. You bring up something, and, and I, I, I don't know enough about this because I'm not following it closely enough, but I'm going to start. You bring up, and, and, and I agree with you, the independent broadcasters like you and I, TikTok, things like that, they are going after TikTok like I've never seen before in my life. Um, I know. And 
they, they had the CEO on the stand yesterday and didn't really allow him to answer any questions. Is, is it run by China or are they, they getting facts on us? Well, wait a second. What about all the social media? Look, the truth of the matter is this, and I've seen it, I've seen a number of people talk about this. TikTok was kicking the shit out of Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Yep. And people were getting their news from there, so they were fucking all the news sites, fucking Google. And now all these Silicon Valley companies are like, hey, wait a second, we want some of what they got, and now we're trying to ban TikTok. And I've gotten a lot of listeners from TikTok for my stupid jokes of the day. You yeah. know, and and I think um, it's it, I think it's been a better vehicle than Facebook has for me. Well, maybe not Facebook. Facebook's been pretty good. Instagram, though, I know that TikTok's done a lot more for me than Instagram has, and now they're trying to ban it. Well, I think I think there's a lot of different things with the TikTok thing, and so think about all the information Facebook and Instagram and t- in, in, in other social media sites get from us. You know, they, they get a lot of information, especially Facebook has like knows everything about us. Sure. So, so to argue that TikTok is stealing our information, no, they're not. They're doing the exact same thing that other social media services are doing. Mm-hmm. And so that they, and so that they can feed us ads and feed us whatever the fuck they're going to feed us. Now at the same time, sure. I can understand why the American government would be a little concerned about China manipulating America, because what has kind of come to light a little bit is that like supposedly TikTok in China is different than TikTok in America, whereas in China, if you're under a certain age or younger people, they get more videos about positivity and pro China and education and shit like that. Whereas in America, you get a lot of transgender stuff. You get a lot of really Mm -hmm. confusing, misleading shit, supposedly. I don't know if that's true. But well, I can see why Facebook and Instagram or Meta would would back a TikTok ban because of what you just exactly said, because it is and was hurting them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, think about it. They, they TikTok comes into the market. Everybody jumps over to TikTok. What does Facebook do? They create in Instagram. They create reels, right. which is the exact same thing as TikTok. What does YouTube do? YouTube shorts, which is the exact same thing as TikTok. So it's clear what their motivation is. I'm not 100% sure what the political motivation is besides what I just said. I don't even know if that's actually true. I just think that more than likely social media companies have pumped a ton of money into politicians in order to get this shit out of here. Cause I mean, TikTok is what it is. Like I, I, I post videos on there and I've only recently been getting a lot of views because I started like posting more news shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't mind it. I don't think that it's when I scroll through it, I don't see anything weird, but I think it just caters to me. I see a lot of like motivational shit, but it caters to me because that's, I guess what I just like. I I, I think that, that there is probably a little bit of truth in what TikTok or what China does to manipulate Americans. Some, because a lot of dumb teenagers will look at stupid shit and they get really confused. Like I can say uh, my bonus child was, was going was on tiktok for a little bit and Mm -hmm. he was like saying some crazy things and then we when we talked to him about it he was like well i just wanted to fit in and i just wanted you know other people people liked me when i said these things and it got me a lot of attention like all right Mm -hmm. that's that's a problem right there so that kind of plays into a little bit what tiktok could be trying to do to manipulate our children for the future sure and and but i wouldn't i wouldn't hold it past the metaverse to use those Neither. same things when TikTok is eventually kicked out of this country. Exactly. You know, no, I mean, you're right. I mean, they're going to do the same shit. They're, they're going to do the exact same shit because the blueprint's been made for them. They're like, hey, thanks a lot, TikTok. Bye. You're out of business now. We're the big exactly. dogs in this industry. 
and it's going to suck because, look, I, I've gotten a, two pages taken down from TikTok for my simple, stupid jokes that I tell because maybe they're a little <laughs> bit they, – maybe they're a little too far. Like I told one the other day, this one you, – you can have this one. What's the difference between Santa Claus and Anne Frank? I don't know. Santa goes down the chimney. <laughs> I just want to laugh at that. I mean, I mean, I, here, here you go. Hey, tell this one to your wife. Um, why don't you ever buy a woman a watch? Why? Because there's a clock on the stove. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's but that's that's a problem. Like you get kicked off for saying shit like that when it's clear it's just comedy. Yeah, and I mean, just be you know, yeah. you're just you're just out there to try to make somebody laugh or somebody cringe a little bit. That's yeah. that's. I don't understand kicking somebody off for saying shit like that when yeah. it's obvious what it is. I mean, I'm not throwing out any racial slurs. Like, do I tell racial jokes? Yes, of course, but I I mess with everybody. Everybody I, tells racial jokes, man. Black everybody. people, brown people, yellow people, everybody. I tell jokes about Tennessee rednecks. What what did it, what does a 12-year-old girl in Tennessee get for her birthday from her dad? Pregnant? Oh god. I mean, oh, I mean, fuck. Come on. You know, it, it, it and it's like I just don't understand the world. I, the world needs to laugh more. The, the world needs. You're to, absolutely right. They need to. They need to take the stick out of their ass and realize yeah. that funny is funny. I'm sorry that somebody might cringe over a joke. I've cringed over plenty of jokes, but they're still fucking funny. That's the whole point. I think people miss. I think people in sometimes look at comedy or even entertainment in a really weird way. It doesn't always have to make you laugh. It doesn't always – what it's supposed to do, entertainment, whether it's comedy, whatever the fuck, just all of entertainment, what, in my opinion, what it's supposed to do is make you feel. Feel something, whether it's funny, sad, mad, mm-hmm. confused, cringe. If you felt something, then I've done my part. I did my job because now we're connected because I made you feel something by, by what I said, and you're going to remember that. Whether it was good or bad, you're still going to remember that because mm-hmm. I made you feel if I'm not making you feel in some way, then I'm not doing my job. And if you're not feeling shit while you're out in the world, then you're just not alive. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I couldn't agree with you more. My, my job is to make you, my, I look at it like this. I want you to escape the real world. I, yes. want, I want to take you on a journey where you can laugh at whatever you want to laugh at because you don't have to worry about the shit office that you have to go to or how bad your family issues are. For that time that I have you and you're listening to me, it is my job to make you forget all about that and maybe possibly laugh for a few minutes. That's it. Yep. That, that, that's it, and that's why I've got my honorary doctorate in comedy now. So, you know, that's what I do. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about radio, shall we? All right, I can talk about radio all day. I'm, this is a subject I'm very versed in. Yes, yes, you are. Um, <laughs> do you let, – let, let me start this question off by – uh, I live in the what fifth biggest radio market in the country, uh, in Dallas, uh, Dallas yeah. area. Um, the radio here is fucking beyond god awful. I, 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 the the DJs, the music they choose. I, I don't even know what's. I don't even know where the rock stations are, because I don't want to invest that. Can, do you still listen to the radio? I ha- no, I don't. I haven't listened since I was well. I really didn't listen much even when I was on the radio because it's so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't listened, and but I do know how terrible it is because I just I still follow the trends and I still follow the trades and I I read all the articles and stuff because you know, I've been doing it for a million years, so it's right. kind of what I know. 
Um, radio is terrible. Radio is not a good form of entertainment. And there's a new show on in Sacramento that they, they hired somebody to replace that damn show. Yeah, um, I, I, I was hoping this, we'd get into this. This this BS show, whatever the fuck it is. I yeah. don't know much about him. I haven't listened to him. I've gotten, I've heard nothing but bad stuff about him. But I'm going to say, I'm not going to talk shit about those guys because I don't know them. Good for you. And I know, I know how difficult it is to pack up your family and leave your life behind from one state and move to another and basically roll the dice to see if it works. If it doesn't work, that sucks. And I don't want things to not work for these guys because, like I said, it's difficult. But at the same time, I fucking hate that radio station and everybody that works there because of the shit that I was put through and was forced to hide and live with for years. Um, and I know I say forced. I could have had an opportunity. I had a chance. I could have left. And I did leave at one point, but I mm -hmm. came back. I know. But the I'm fact is, is they treat their employees like shit. And once you're locked in, you're locked in. Mm -hmm. This guy, this new show, I don't know. Here's what I gather by this. This new show, for anybody that's in Sacramento that's listening to this right now, these guys, if you listen to my January 23rd podcast that Arnie, you were on, yep. these guys are the guys I was talking about. I said this dude, he told me that it would have been easier for him, this new boss over there at 98 Rock, would have been easier for him to fire that damn show and bring in his friends, which is exactly what he did. These people are from the same market this guy came from. They are his friends. We were never a part of the plan from the beginning with 98 Rock when they moved. They moved us there just to get us there for now to, as a placeholder until they started doing new things. We were, mm -hmm. They were planning on firing us probably back in the summer, I would say. Mm -hmm. So, Because I, I overheard so many different things. Like I overheard that asshole that's running the show over there tell one of the sales managers 98 Rock is going to be what it's going to be by the, by the second quarter. We're in second quarter. They hired their new show. All this shit was planned out. They told us he was going to come in and train us and work with us and all this other stuff. He never fucking once did any of the things they told us he was going to do. So except for treat us like total garbage for the last couple of months that we were there. And I'm not even joking. I'm not exaggerating. We were literally treated like shit. And I wouldn't say that or tell people not to listen to that radio station if they treated us like decent human beings because of some. I've had so much success there. I would never want to be like, oh, fucking listen to that, blah, blah, But that's how I have to be now because they're terrible people. And I don't want people to fall. I don't want listeners or just just fans of music and radio and talk to fall into that trap, to think that they're, they're listening to a good show or a good company that's out there doing good things. They're not. Every single thing they do and say is a lie. And everything, everything they do and say has a hidden motive. And that hidden motive is just to get money and to get you to do stupid shit. Mm -hmm. Fuck that station and fuck that company. I can speak on this because uh, I, I don't know these these young people that have uh, re re replaced your show. Um, yeah. I know what it's like to replace a heritage show in that market. Yeah. And what these people are going through right now, well, they, they it, it's par for the course. We were shit on. We were we yeah. were completely shit on for the first three months. I mean, I, th people hated us because they loved the show before. Yep. Here's the problem: we were hired based on our talent. We were hired because we were the best show to hire for that company. We weren't friends with somebody. We knew Curtis. That's back in the days when Curtis Johnson. And if he's still yeah. working at the river, he's a fucking idiot. But that's he's not. They fired him a long time ago. Oh, did they really? Oh, okay. But why yeah. are Dog and Joe still there? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, where do you know where Curtis is now? I don't know where Curtis is, but I will say this: for the first time in history, 
that radio station in the river is is beating 98 Rock significantly. Well, I, I've got the ratings in front of me, and we'll talk about that here in a second. Let me get through. Uh, I, okay, know what yeah, it, I, I know what it's like to um, to be that new show and how much it sucks. But you got to you, you put your head down and you really, really work and you use your talent. There's an old saying that hard work beats talent. But I'll tell you this right now. If you're talented and you work hard, nobody can beat you. And, well, True. for for 20-plus years, nobody beat us. And it wasn't because of the <laughs> laugh. It was because we were that much better than every other show. We were tight. Yeah. We were good. We, we were a good show. You might not have liked us, but we were still good. It's a good show. It was. And the problem is that you can't replace a good show like that damn show because your show was a good show. I will, I will give you the compliment that it was just as good as the old show that I was on before they were wrecked, before they wrecked themselves. It yeah. was a good show. It was a benchmark show. It was appointment radio. If I ever drove to Sacramento, I would make sure I drove there in the afternoon when I was leaving in Reno. Why? Because I wanted to hear you guys. Because your show was yeah. good. And you can't replace a good show with your buddies. And I'm looking That's at what the, happened. I'm looking at the ratings right now. Uh, the in February February 23rd numbers. I guess that I'm just on radio online. I guess this is just 12 plus. Um, yeah. KRXQ has got a 4.2. KFBK okay. has a 9.5. The Eagle has an 8.3. <laughs> KNCI has a 5.9. Um, KYRV has a 4.6. I'm gonna throw. So up. they're. I'm gonna. Throw so that's up. the river. I'm gonna puke. I. I. I'm literally. That's disgusting. Are you kidding Dude. me? Are you I'm fucking you, kidding man. me? They did that to a radio station I helped build. Yeah. I'm. I'm honestly on the verge of tears right now. That 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 a radio just, station. I feel the same way, dude. Like it's how it was for me. I mean, we were both there. For you were there way longer than I was. A radio station. That is anchored by dog shit and jerk off in the morning. A guy who wears a fucking bathrobe to a radio show. <laughs> let, let me let me let me say that one more time. He wears a bathrobe so he can be comfortable doing a radio show. Where he sits down in an air-conditioned studio, he's got coffee, drinks, whatever, but he needs his fucking bathrobe. Yeah. <sighs> God, there were so many times I almost hit him in the mouth. You don't even know. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I'm you sure. You don't even know. <laughs> and, and that the little manipulator, the little puppet master himself. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. But but radio has just gotten to be where it's just so bad. It's just, it's just not entertaining. No. It's not. I I turn on. So there's this, there's another there's a new station in the mark in this market, and it's it's like a supposed to be like a ninety station. But they play pretty decent music, and I do turn them on. There's these there's these two people in the afternoon, and it's called their names are Strawberry and Lizette. Um, probably it. nice, good, probably nice people. You can tell that they're trying real hard, and I I will give them credit because they're. They're doing what they can. They're in the market, and I'm really surprised because it's an iHeart station. They actually moved people down here to be in this market, which is great. And and good luck to them because I feel like they have a, a lot of potential. But it's so forced, and it's so cheesy. That's the only word I can think of for radio. Anytime I turn on anything, it doesn't matter what it is, even like a guy who I think 
is a radio god who taught me so much. And I say this all the time, Pat Martin. I love yep. Jeff. I haven't spoken to him in months. I'd never but say I, I anything his, bad about him. I turn his show on and he he even sounds a little cheesy. Not that it's his fault. It's just that that's the content he has. And that's the direction that radio wants to go. And it's it's not just Odyssey. It's not just iHeart. It's all of them. Mm-hmm. But they're all in this direction of controlled content where everything's positive and woke and and safe and friendly that's not how the real world is nope so the real world isn't totally woke the real world isn't very friendly or safe that's what was great about that damn show a show like us we didn't give a fuck about that we're going to tell we're going to we're going to make you laugh but we're also going to tell you the truth we're going to have fun while we're doing it we're going to play some games and make you forget about your bullshit but we're not going to be so woke it's so fake and content controlled that it sounds like corporate fucking bullshit that's why podcasts are bro- blowing up the way they are mm-hmm. right now because of so much corporate control you let it you let creators like you would be just be free to post and create whatever we want some shit's gonna stick some of it's not gonna be great but the great stuff's gonna be really 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 yeah. fucking great yeah and you're not gonna be able to get that from any other corporate controlled media whether it's radio news television you're not going to get that. You're going to only get that from people who don't have restraints. Well, you, you know what's missing, and I'm going to tell you what's missing. Real moments. Real right. moments. Um, last week on my show, I on Thursdays, I have a guy who talks sports with me, and he's an old radio friend of mine. He's, he, I even knew him before radio, even in Reno. Uh, his name's Joe Murphy. And Joe's got a great radio voice, and he worked in radio for a long time, and his demons got to him, and, and he's cleaned his act up, and God bless him, and I love Joe. We were talking about the NCAA tournament, and I wanted him to get his bracket out and do his Sweet 16 on. And he couldn't find it, and he was making excuses. And, and ended up being rolled up in his hand while he was talking because he, was so, he, was, he said he was fucking so fucking flustered that he couldn't find this piece of paper. And, <laughs> and honestly, it was, it was like 20 minutes of the funniest, funniest broadcasting I've done in a long, long time. And that's a real moment. But with these shows now, they're all so campy and canned and in the can. Canned. Even, you know what, I'll I'll say this. Um, I want to go back to uh, somebody you you and I, well, at least I I think you used to admire him. I don't know anymore. Uh, The Ugly Shirted Station Manager. I love that guy. Okay. Love him too. There was one thing that he and I butted heads on, and I've been successful doing this my entire career, and he didn't agree with it, but he was the boss, so I went along with it. And you can attest to this. Um, My strength is my natural reaction to a story. The way I get stories from my show is I see a headline. Like, I've got got a story coming up, and the the headline is, I love my cousin. I don't need to read anymore. I don't need to read anymore (laughs) because I know it's going to be fucking, and by the way, I think it's from fucking Florida, so I know it's going to be gold. So I don't need to read anymore. I want to give that live response on the air because... That's what made me successful. That's why I'm in the Broadcasting Hall of Fame, because of that. And I tried to explain that to the ugly-shirted one. And he said, well, no, you don't work with talent." <laughs> he said this without saying it. You don't work with talented enough people to allow you to do that, Arnie. So I'm going <laughs> to need you to go ahead and write the shows. And you can attest yeah. to this. I was there in the building for a 3 o'clock show every day at at least by 10 o'clock. And I would spend an hour talking to you because I, I would it, it, and you saved my life so many times, and I've always said that. 
And then I would go into the office and I would write the show. And never got credit for it, not from the other two fucktards, because when they did get to number one with me the day I left, they took all the credit in the world. I didn't even get a bonus. Of course. You know that? I didn't even get a bonus when we went number one. Really? Yeah, because my, the way they signed my contract was I had it, we had to have like this average of the top three. And of course, we didn't, never had the top three, you know, the average before I showed up. And I was like, okay. No problem. I, I, I didn't care. It wasn't one of those things. I, I, I took it as a bigger nod to me that I made this show number one with no talent whatsoever, and I beat the morning show. And that and our numbers actually did beat the morning show, that book. And I was so fucking proud of that. I was like, fuck everybody. And I've taken that now to my, my broadcast because you're absolutely right. Somebody just wrote on here, Strawberry was a longtime pop station DJ in the Bay Area. So you've, oh, got, okay. you've got you've got a, a radio veteran that's in there, and you're right. Everything is campy. Everything is canned now. It, it, it's not real. It's it's canned. Like that's like that's the great word to use. Like I know for a fact that morning shows and afternoon shows. I can't speak on the new '98 Rock afternoon show because I, again I haven't listened or know much about them. But most shows are recorded. You're not getting live stuff. A lot of those shows have fake phone calls. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to pull the curtain. Why well, am I trying to pull the curtain? Yeah, pull it back. I want Fuck, I do real. all the time. I, I, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to ruin anybody's lives is what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to let people know that it's changed because from over the years of me being in radio, I've witnessed it go from being fucking crazy and great in the 90s to to be more music intensive in the early 2000s and and, and into to the you know 2010s where talk really started to pick up and that was where the real shit was happening and as that talk really really started to go and it became real for whatever for whatever reason i think it's probably more because of advertising advertisers get afraid of that stuff they pull back corporate comes in now now we're at where we're at right now where it's more content control canned campy cheesy bullshit that basically needs to get approved by the fucking PD. Oh, I'm going to tell you something. When we were, we went to Disneyland, 98 Rock sent that damn show to Disneyland. And uh, we had already been to Disneyland like three or four times already. So we knew what we were doing. We had like connections down there. Like we knew the people. We had, we have, they liked us. Right. And as a matter of fact, Disney came to 98 Rock and said, we only want, we, we're not going to do, we can advertise on all those stations, but we only want to bring that damn show down here. I'm like, all right, cool. So we go down there. And this was one of the last times we went and that new guy was there. And uh, we went and we did, did our stuff. And the way we had to do it was we had to record stuff because that's what they wanted us to do. And that's fine because most of the shows were morning shows doing them live and ours was an afternoon thing. So we had to record it. No big deal. And, you know, when you do these Disney shows, they also want you to interview some of the cast members sure. and shit. So we interviewed this lady who played a princess and Stroke, who was obviously the the guy on the show who would say crazy things and ask crazy questions asked her a question i don't remember what it was it was about her first kiss it wasn't even it wasn't even over the line it was pretty funny she laughed about it and that was the end of it this fucking new guy came in and deleted it because he didn't want that to go over the air because he thought it was weird that we asked about her first kiss so He's delete. That's content control. That's someone going in mm -hmm. and making a decision for no reason whatsoever, no real reason, and deleting content because he felt uncomfortable with it. We, this is the same shit we did. We knew what we were doing. This guy 
it's crazy what mm-hmm. corporate jackasses think they know. The same motherfucker when I'm at Aftershock tells me, make sure you're po- taking pictures and posting them online mm-hmm. and doing this. I'm like, dude, are you not looking at my social media? Because that's what I do. I've been doing that. I've been doing this for the last seven years. I don't need you, who's never even listened to me or listened to the station, to tell me how to do my job at Aftershock. I know mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Thank you. Man, I want to. I, there's. I, I got to tell you something. And I'm not trying to out anybody. I'm not trying to start a fight or a war anywhere. I'm way more loyal to you because, literally, you did save my life. And I, I've told you this a number of times, and I've been genuine with it. Um, it's fascinating to me that you tell me this Disney story, because uh, recently I, I was on Instagram and I noticed uh, the morning show for uh, the Bubblegum Pop Station, the station that killed mm-hmm. somebody, but not that show. Um, they, they spend a lot of time at Disney and I was like, is your fucking last name Disney? Because, and, and, and here's the thing as an adult, I don't understand why people would go to Disney more than once every, I don't know, 10 years. That's just, unless you have kids, unless you have kids. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Um, but they go down there all the time Mm -hmm. and it's interesting that Disney only wanted to bring you guys and now they're bringing them because I asked him because i do talk to him and this will probably end me talking to him but that's okay because he's a fucking nut job liberal anyway who can't tell the truth (laughs) um i asked what happened with you guys yeah i wanted some dirt i wanted to know what's going on and uh he said that he had heard it was because and and i remember you and i talked about this in the pandemic and and you guys were safe at home and and you didn't really have that desire um, the word prima donna was used, prima donnas, mm. and, and 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 I I I I heard that, and of course I'm not going to. I know you. You were the last thing that I would ever call a prima donna, like you personally. Yeah. yeah. And and I, I it, no offense to Ian, I don't think Ian was smart enough to even know what prima donna is. I love the kid; he's a good kid, but and I know La- Lara is not a prima donna. Um, no, and, not and, at all. And, and and I heard that, and I was like, "Huh, that's really interesting." Is that I guess that was the narrative behind your back, which is fine. I have no problem yeah. with that. And I and I in in I I'm not even sure if that's really surprising to me because I can tell you why that was. The reason why that I was considered a prima donna is because I spoke up mm-hmm. because for two, three years, we would be on and off the air. And I complained about it to engineering and to management uh, because DJs who were on other stations were getting endorsements on our station. And I complained about it to management and said that that's unfair. Um, I talked about the sound quality of our show. I talked about not having the tools that we needed. As a matter of fact, there was a point when Stroke and I had a meeting with the, the the general manager who used to work for a pharmaceutical company who's a complete cunt uh her and uh who's a it was her and and i, I want to say the one of the other programmers one of the corporate guys and somebody else and we all had this meeting and and they said that that we needed to stop making excuses and and do the show and we're like well we're not we can't do a show when we don't have the tools to do the show and they were convinced that they gave us all the tools to do the show and and so i sat there and listed all the tools that i purchased myself to be able to do the show and the things that i pay for myself to be able to do the show and ask them for reimbursement on something that i pay for monthly to do the show and they never did Mm. so i was a prima donna because i stood my fucking ground with that company 
I wasn't a prima donna. I was somebody that they created to become that person. I worked for Intercom and Jim Fox and Vince Richards and Ron Valeri and that company when it was for years and I was fine and things were good. And then it became Odyssey and they started to fire people and take tools away and they cost cutting things and remove program directors and start to slowly make changes. And when you start to slowly make those changes, I'm not fucking stupid. I sat there and watched these things happen and had these conversations with my co-hosts who also witnessed the same shit, who went through the same thing. And we became in their mind prima donnas because we fucking complain mm, because mm, mm. that morning show that you're just talking about <laughs> those guys I don't, I don't have a problem with them they're fine they're whatever I, I good luck to them honestly they don't complain they just do what they're gonna do the other guys at, at the eagle don't complain they just do what they're gonna do the own the people who have their jobs didn't complain and i'm sorry that i complained and wanted to put a really good product on the air the product that we had consistently put on the air for three years before that I wanted to continue that. I'm sorry that that was a big problem for them. I'm sorry that they didn't see the fucking priority in doing a barbecue. I'm sorry that they didn't see the priority in doing it. One of the biggest things I complained about was getting rid of 27 days of Christmas. I'm sorry that that company, <laughs> that general ma that general manager who used to work for pharmaceutical companies, is, who is a cunt, right? I'm sorry that she doesn't see the importance of do giving back to this community that I live in right fucking now. I'm sorry that Odyssey does not give a shit about Sacramento that they're trying to pretend like they do. I'll tell you what, for anybody who is listening and is in Sacramento right now, listen to my podcast. You don't have to pay. I do a free, you, you get free audio as well. I'm gonna be doing things for this community because I fucking care about this community and I care about the people in it. Not because I want money from you, because I think it's fucking important. It's important to be a part of the community that you live in. These people don't give a fuck about you. I promise you that. And that's why I was a prima donna because I gave a fuck about the, mm -hmm. the, the, the community and the people listening to it. Fuck them. That pisses yeah. me off. Yeah. Well, I, 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 and I, I hesitate. I, I didn't have that plan. That was just, you know, our conversation. No, I'm glad you told me though, because uh, I'm not, I, again, I'm not mad at any of the DJs, actually anybody outside of management, whether they like me or not, I don't really care. Like I don't have feelings for them other than, you know, good luck to you. You're all, you're all talented people in your own way. But when it comes to management, whether it's the sales manager who is a se who sexually harassed me a thousand times, mm -hmm. whether it's the, the was that GM the coked who's, up like looking I said, chick? a cunt. Was that the huh? coked up looking chick, Stacy? No, no Stacy's the GM. Oh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> well, you, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you remember, um, her, ah, fuck it. I'll just, her name's, I'm not going to say her name because I don't want to. It begins with a J. She's been there forever. She was a salesperson. We all partied with her for a long time. Almost every single event that we went to, her, her boobs would come out. You know exactly yeah, who I'm I talking know, about. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that place is, it became what it became, and that's fine. My problem, I think this is the biggest issue with me, and I should have probably recognized it earlier, was that I didn't want to be a part of what they were becoming. Mm. And I, I didn't pay attention to that because I thought what they were going to become was going to be better. At least that's what they made us believe. So I was like, I'm going to try to do that. And as it became worse, I got mad and frustrated. And so I spoke my mind. Now, in my mind, there was nobody in that building when we were still in the building and even, you know, on the station. There was nobody in that building that was more talented me in my mind. I will say yeah. this. Well, I get that. I will say this publicly. If there were any prima donnas in that building that deserved to be prima donnas, there were two. Pat Martin yep. and you. And I'll tell you why. 
I remember I, I, I called you out on this because I saw it, you know, in an industry magazine or somewhere. Maybe you posted. I don't know. Um, you were listed as one of the five best um, creative artists in radio business, in the entire business. Now, this has nothing to do with radio. This is he. This is what Mikey would do on the side. He would do stuff like... Now back to the Arnie State Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. I'm going to violate that. It's called imaging. <laughs> it's yes. called imaging. And Mikey was listed as one of the top five in the country. And I know what goes into imaging. I, I, I produce a little. I don't, I don't go near as deep as, as Mikey, and I'm not nearly as talented as Mikey. But being listed as one of the five best in the entire country at that, that's, that's humongous, and that is such an asset for a radio station to have. It, but it, they don't it, see it that way anymore. I, 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 it boggles my mind. And I will tell you this. This is something you don't know, Mike. Um, Mikey. Uh, when I announced that I was going to do my own show, I was contacted by the guy who did the imaging in Reno. And, the, the well, their, their main production guy, he did imaging on the side. Um, total shitbag. Terrible. <laughs> fucking hack. And he offered me a lot more stuff than I ever got with you for free. And I went with you, and I paid you. And I paid you, you fair. You I, I, I paid you fair. And and I yeah. went with you. Why? Because I wanted quality. This is I've been on the air now almost six full years doing this show, and I haven't changed that. Why? Because it's fucking good. Your imaging is fucking solid, and that was one of the things I never understood why anybody would ever have a problem with you in the building because of what you could bring to the table. Dude, but what I brought to the table is they gave up on. So, like, they gave up on having good quality imaging when they became Odyssey because they they hubbed it all, which mm -hmm. means, for those of you listening, they put it basically in, in a central area where everything has to sound the same now. Um, so they got rid of that. And then and then the other thing that I'm really good at, other than just being a, a personality, which I'm just going to toot my own aura, I am, fuck, I was voted toot best toot. personality in Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, that damn show was voted best show in Sacramento. My uh, podcast is voted best podcast. Like, uh, look, I, I have every reason to have an ego. I won all those awards, too. And I think I beat exactly. you one time. I, I think I actually did beat you. At the, uh, the, you did, the host, so you I, did I'm just saying. One. I'm you just did saying. One. That's right. That's <laughs> but funny. No, but, but they got, yes. but they got rid of like even promotional events. Like I bring up the, that damn barbecue. Like I, me and my team. When I say my team, my co-hosts, they weren't my team. But the people I worked with, we fucking were great at this shit. No. We were really, really good at this stuff, and they gave up on that stuff. So when they gave up on that, we kind of gave up too. I, I'll be honest. I've said it. I said it on that show on the January twenty third episode. Like I said it. We we gave up because we felt so defeated by the company. Anything we wanted to do, we were told no. And when we when we were allowed to do something such as go broadcast live from from you know whatever restaurant, we had to go and set it up. We had to figure all this shit out. We are not engineers, so half the time when we would, they would send us out to make money on us to go do a live broadcast we have to set it up and most times it didn't work because nobody went out there to try to figure it out before us so there was when these things started to happen we got very frustrated we spoke our mind it wasn't just me but we spoke our mind and that's how we became i assume that's how we became the prima donnas but i really don't care like you said 
I was good at, I'm good at what I do. Yeah. I'm good at production. I'm good at voiceover. I'm good at podcasting. I'm good at radio. I'm good at it. Mm. I've won awards because of it. I know that I'm good at it. I'm not trying to be egotistical. No. I'm just proud. I know no. that I know what I can bring to the table you and what work I can your do ass for, off for But I refuse to do that now. I'm only doing it for myself. Yeah, you. but you, work, you still work your ass off. See, that's the thing that nobody gets. Everybody, this is the thing that I have a problem with, is that everybody has a fucking podcast now. You know, I, know. Oh, I have black horn rim glasses. Listen to my podcast. Oh, God, and, I know. And, and they don't understand. And, and this is me just, you know, suffering my woes here. They don't understand the work that goes involved into putting into a show. And I do a three-hour show every day live. And it, but to me, it's not work. To me, it's not work. I love it. I love finding stories. I just found a story. Re- ready for this one? Are you ready? Yeah. The Parents' yeah. Bill of Rights this morning was voted on with zero Democrats voting yes for it. So Democrats, <laughs> I'm not kidding. They say it's fascism and an attack on the schools. What? To, to allow parents to have a little bit of say-so in yeah. what they're getting. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, but, 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 but the thing is, is that I love finding these stories. I lo- it, it drives me to find these stories. And then to be able to present them in my own way without anybody telling me how to, th- this is what I was born to do. I love it. Yeah, I, feel I, I, have fun. I feel the same way. And, and, and it's great, but oh, the powers that be are the powers that be. And it, it, it's sad. You, it's really sad that radio went there because radio was kind of like the last rebel. You yeah, know? Radio is also has is living in a delusional world of they're not dying because they yeah. are. And, and, I'm, and, and yeah, maybe I sound like a bitter ex-employee, but unfortunately they are dying because like – how many people actually listen to the radio? You're not going to the radio for music no. because, again, you get music wherever the fuck. There are a few personalities that still have people that tune into them, but those guys, they're going to fade away over time and then what? Because radio is not investing in the future. Their investment in the future is corporate control, centralized bullshit so that they can make as much money as possible without paying out as much as, you know, with little overhead. Oh, that's I, their plan. I, that's I, their I ultimate fix, goal. I can fix radio. I, I can fix radio real, real quick. First thing you got to do is we, we turn it off. Well, no, no, no. Here's the thing. First thing we do is we get rid of the FCC. That's the first thing we do. We well, say, fuck yeah. you to the FCC. And we actually put shows on that have talent and let them say what they're going to say. If they piss off the city, if they do this, I don't want them to go out there and tell the city to riot. Nothing like that. I'm talking about real no, shows sure. like what you and I do. When we can say the words that we want to say, and we don't have to come up with second grade euphemisms for taking a shit. Because the world doesn't speak like that anymore. Oh, I'm going to go build a log cabin. Nobody says that. Nobody says that. Nobody says People that. say they go take a shit. That's all yeah. it is. Oh, you can't say that. You can't say that. And that has that to me. That's the number one thing that has crippled. And the other thing is, is that you and I can talk about this because we know. I agree with you that radio is dying, and this is one of those long, drawn out hospice type terminal illnesses. Because you and yep. I both know, we both know this, and we don't want to admit it, but radio will never die. Will I know. Never die. Why? It won't. And and there's one simple reason why. It's free. Yep. It'll never, but, ever go anywhere, but it's never going to be what it was. If radio wants to become the king's shit, 
they will do exactly what you said. There's no way we can get rid of the FCC, but they will let they will bring personalities back and not care so much about the music. There's computers that can program music better than any fucking human out there ever. Pandora, that algorithm Pandora has is insane. It knows exactly what I want to hear. Every single time I turn on, I'm like, what the fuck? How do you guys know this? But, and that's not a human. So the music factor of radio needs, they need to let that shit fucking go. Just not entirely, let, focus on it, but let that be like a a niche thing. Think about how SiriusXM does it. Let there be all these channels and let people go to it. And if you provide the entertainment, if you build it, they will fucking come. If you provide the good entertainment, people will come back and people will listen and people will be happy and advertisers will be fine. You just got to stop letting advertisers and corporate meatheads Mm -hmm. fucking tell you how to run your local business. Well, this this cancer that radio got was all started because, you know, everybody said radio was going to die when the television was invented. It didn't. Yeah. Cable came along. Oh, radio's done. No, it's going to stick around. Satellite TV. Oh, fucking radio's done. No. Satellite radio. Now, everybody kind of got on their haunches for that, but it wasn't free, so it wasn't going to kill radio. Yeah, it didn't kill it. That's for sure. And then that wacky internet came around. And when the internet came around, radio had zero answer for it. Because just like you said, People used to listen to radios for world premieres of songs. Yep. That's on the internet now at 12.01 a.m. If you want to hear Taylor Swift's new album, it's on the internet. You're not going to yep. set it. You're not going to turn on your radio for it because they ain't going to play it at 12.01. Why? Because they don't have any advertising money at going at 12.01. So they're not going to play that. And the yep. internet completely, and the only way to battle the, you have to fight fire with fire. And you're going to have to allow shows on the radio. And I agree with you on the whole music part. You have music as a background thing. And and if you get enough popular shows on, you won't need to play music like I have to play to fill time so I can get a break and and, and take a breath or take a crap or something. But that's what what music should be used for is just the the in-between of the break. You you don't build an entire – and if you want to make it a rock station, you play rock songs. Okay, great. Play Guns N' Roses and Van Halen all day. I don't give a fuck. But higher people... It's just the, music, the music is so secondary. It is. It, it, it's like they look at music and go, music. But they don't have anybody smart enough to realize what it's going to take to actually compete against all the choices that are out there now. Because I'll tell you this right now, the only podcaster that I ever worry about it would be you overtaking me. I mean, I look at you as the next... You and I as the next push towards the Joe Rogan level because that's the only place yes. for us to go because and 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 I don't say that lightly Joe Rogan struggled for years Fuck yeah, he did. and then all of a sudden boom it hit and and the and everything happened for him and he's rich beyond his fucking means now and he's a talented guy I'm not gonna lie it doesn't hurt yeah. to, to be the voice of the UFC it doesn't hurt to be one of the better comedians that's touring today. It doesn't hurt yeah. that you're, you, you know, you get movie parts, you get all this kind of stuff. That doesn't hurt you. That only helps you. And it put him, and he's a talented guy. I, I don't listen to him because, first of all, I'd probably end up stealing some of his shit because I like some of the stuff he talks about. But he talks about some weird shit, too, that I just don't fucking find interesting. And that's okay. I just don't listen. But yeah, that's what that, that's what's great about podcasts too. Yeah. It's like you listen to what you want to, and and not listen to this episode. Listen to the next one, or go back and listen mm-hmm. to three more. 
and that's like I, I, that had to, to me feels like that's the future of, of audio entertainment, but I don't even know if it's purely audio, like adding video elements and things like that. These are all things that radio should have been thinking about 10 years ago mm-hmm. and they weren't, or, or, or people like me were bringing them up and asking if we can have the equipment and being told, no, we don't have the money or yeah, we'll get it. And it never happens. It, it, it's a strange time for an industry that you and I both love very much and now both hate very much. Um, yeah, but, but it is funny. Uh, is there anything we didn't talk about that you want to talk about? I don't think so, man. I, I, I just, you know, no, I'm, I'm just happy to be on and having a conversation with you. It was uh, fun. I know. I mean, I mean, I, I appreciate it. I know I hit you last minute with it. We were talking about this before your, uh, nuptials and yeah. you said, yeah. And then I just hit you up and I said, Hey, you want to be on Friday? And you're like, yes. And I was like, fuck yeah. It, kick it, ass. It just worked out because yesterday I actually had an interview booked with some, with some weird, with some lady who like uses sounds to heal people. And I'm like, I got to fucking get to the bottom of this. Cause it sounds like bullshit, but I had to cancel on her because I had to take my daughter to a doctor's appointment that ran hella long. And then you t- send me that text. And I'm like, yeah, let's just, it gives me something to do today. So I'm in. I, I will say this. Some of the people that I see on your podcast that you interview, I just laugh at because I know you. I mean, this lady that heals <laughs> people with sounds. I, I remember I interviewed a gal one time who was opening up a, 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 a sex doll brothel in North Hollywood. Nice. It never ended up opening, but we talked to her, and I was asking her all the fucking worst questions in the world. I was like, so what, what, do you, like, buy the vagina? Do you get to store it there? And they're like, yeah, blah, blah. and she's telling me all this. And I'm like, you, 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 you're going to go to a strip mall, because that's where it was. It was in a strip mall. You're going to go to a strip mall, and you're going to fuck a doll. <laughs> and you're going to pay to do that. I'm like, that seems weird. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And, and I don't think our business ever got off the ground because even as fucking weird as people are out there with their kinks and all that kind of shit, nobody's going to go pay to fuck a sex doll next to a fucking laundromat. I mean, come no, on. they're just going to go buy a sex doll and do it themselves. Yeah, exactly. House. They're going to do that. It's it, oh, God damn. I, I just I love our world so much. I don't know about you, um, but content is so easy to come by now. I mean, it, Dude, I mean, all I have to is. do is yeah, open up the browser and I'm like, daddy's home. I don't even think people realize like I'm, I'm over the past month or so. I've been trying to just do other forms of content as well. Like it's start, starting to create different videos and stuff just because I know these short form videos on YouTube and in Instagram and Facebook are really, really starting to take off and, and potentially can make some money from off, off those things. But as a content creator, which is what I, which is what I've decided I am at this point, mm-hmm. is is a podcaster, content creator, you know, independent media, basically. I'm a broadcaster. Um, as that, as that is in my head, who I am. You're right. I just turn on the internet, and there's every fucking thing I can think of. I can create news videos. I can create comedy. I can create trending reels. There's so much different stuff, and that's what I try to do first thing in the morning. Get a bunch of stuff done, and then let that stuff kind of you know, marinate on the internet for a little bit and mm-hmm. see what happens, see, see what sticks and what, what doesn't. But I really love where, since I've been let go, where I've been able to kind of navigate my future. I just, the only, my issue is right now is that, you know, and as with anybody is that I have to make a living off this. Somehow. Oh, sure. And, and it's, and I'm trying to figure out those ways and a little bit of money is coming in here and there, but I have, I have to make a living. If people enjoy the content that, you people like you and I are creating, even if we're giving it away for free, there are ways to support the show 
in, in the mm -hmm. content. So please consider doing that for, for people like us because it's basically starving artist type shit. Really? And if you want to have independent media and, and fun, creative content, you got to support people like us. You yeah. have to. All right. Before I let you go, um, you worked with a guy that was from Florida. And I remember I, I asked him. I asked him this straight to his face. I said, what the fuck is wrong with your state? Okay, because I, I look, it's not as bad as Australia, which I call the world's Florida, because Australia really is just is. fucking terrible. I mean, you can die like as soon as you get off the plane, you should just fucking put a gun in your mouth if you go to Australia, because you're gonna get. Well, you're gonna get a gun. They don't yeah, have any guns. That's true. That's true. Bring it with you. Um, <laughs> but uh, I asked him. I said, "What is wrong with your state?" Because the weird, fucking, crazy stories you get all the time are from Florida, and he gave me this bullshit line. Well. Well, the 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 uh, police records were released right away, and I'm like, that's what he tells everybody. Yeah, and I'm like, come on. There's a sheriff that's there that's named Grady Judd out of Polk County. If you've mm -hmm. never, I, I love Grady Judd is this show sheriff. I love Grady Judd. Grady Judd is my <laughs> hero, but he points out the stupidity. And just for you, Mikey, I saved a Florida story for last. I'm all gonna, right. Um, this is a story that a minute. Uh, uh, <laughs> A Florida state representative was humiliated in the state capitol because somebody decided to play a prank on him. I've got the audio. Oh, it's so good. Oh, please play. Pamela Birch Fort, Florida State Conference of NAACP Branches, Waves in Opposition. Anita D. <laughs> is an opponent. One. Waves in Opposition. Holden Hiscock is also <laughs> waves in opposition. Uh, he was about to read the third one when he realized he said, I need a dick and Holden his cock. Who, how, how stupid are you? Oh, by the way, before I, I get any further, uh, I have to do this. And by the way, I noticed that you took something from me. Your little Florida what? man story. Um, Everyone from Florida is stupid. Oh, Everyone God. from Florida well, is dumb. Hold on. It goes on I for a second. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake. Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. A state senator says the words, I need a dick, in the legislature. That's genius. That's just, honestly, that's brilliant shit. I mean, look, when it happened, when that plane crashed when, when in San Francisco and the lady anchor said the pilot's name was Holy Cow. Oh, uh, my God. I mean, I mean, uh, or holy shit or whatever she yeah. said. And she read all of those. I didn't think it could get better. But watching this guy, this is fantastic shit right here. This, this is, is what, Ron Burgundy moment right there, man. This is why I wake up every single morning is for stories like this. Oh, my God. It's so great. Well, Mikey, yeah, I, I am going to let you go. Um, we're going to call it a day. Thank you so much for being on for so long. I appreciate it. Anytime you want me, you just you all you got to do is let me know. Um, Sounds good, brother. Thanks for having me on. I and, had a lot of fun. And everybody can find you at the Mikey Podcast. Just Google the Mikey Podcast. They can find you there. Yep. Spotify, all that kind of good stuff. 
Uh, tell your new wife I said congratulations to her and that, that obviously you are the lucky one in that, too. I, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> Thanks, man. I, I love that. you, buddy, but, you know, fucking A. Uh, that, everybody, that's Mike. Mikey, you have a good day, buddy. All right, man. See you. See you, pal. Uh, yeah, the Mikey podcast, that's where you can get to him. And uh, believe me, it's worth it. If he's going to have some lady on there that can heal people with sounds, holy shit. I might tune into that. And some Ting Wong. Yeah. All those names that that four anchor lady read. And this poor fucking guy just says, I need a dick. Holding my cock. Or holding his cock. Oh, he, he votes abstaining. Okay, good deal. Um, by the way, last story here. I, I, I'll leave you with this one here, uh, ass family. It looks like that KFC is bringing back the mac and cheese bowls. Hello, doctor. It will be coming out on April 3rd. Macaroni and cheese. Fried chicken in the same bowl. By the way. They're also going to be offering the spicy mac and cheese bowl. Uh, it's going to cost you five bucks. So there you go. There you go. See, I'll, I'll end the show with some good food news for y'all. Anybody that don't like KFC, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you. Uh, that was so weird. Right when you said, I don't listen to Rogan, my mixer went down and just came back up. Well, that is weird. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, please, uh, that's going to do it for us today. We will be back on Monday, same Arnie time. Same Arnie channel. Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until Monday, y'all have a fantastic weekend. And if you're going to go out and party this weekend, y'all know the rules. Get yourself a Uber. Get yourself a Lyft. Get a designated driver. Get home because I want you back here on Monday. So until then, have a great weekend, everybody. And adios, everybody. Uh... <laughs> Good time, Charlie's A little four-piece band Swinging out of sight And I'll be here If you want to party From nine in the morning Till twelve at night Two miles from town Across the railroad track Turn right at the light And park in the back You're always welcome Dropped in one night, but never came again They said he left with an undertaker Oh, Charlie done time, two years in the pen Well, the beat goes on, there's a hardwood floor And the sound of laughter running out the door Park 
Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.